Hey everybody, welcome to Where's My Hat, episode 17. Get excited, we got another guest, Cameron Cooper, Fort Wayne stand-up comedian. Get at him on Instagram, at coopgoof260boy. That's coop, C-O-O-P, goof, 260-B-O-I. You can find that in the description. Anyway, here we go. So who are you? Oh, my name is Cameron Cooper, stand-up comedian, Fort Wayne, Indiana, slash actor, slash whatever fucking job I'm working. Hell so. yeah. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Do you do any improv? I used to. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't join Broken Pencil. They already had their thing set up, you know, and I couldn't make the rehearsal anywhere. But like my friend had an improv group, uh, Jody's had an improv group. They they uh discontinued like with the pandemic coming around. They, like they stopped doing improv shows though. But I used to be in their improv group. We used to have shows at um HT two. Oh, speaking of that, yeah, I was talking about the HT two and stuff. Mm-hmm. And we had shows at a uh, Wondercomer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. Improv is a improv is a hard skill. It is. It's a skill you gotta learn. I took a class on improv recently. And I've learned that I am not a yes-ander. I'm mm. so much more of a no-butter. Like, I can't bring myself to, like, be, like, in this scenario and be like, oh, yeah, for sure. And can we do that? I can just, I can't. I'm more of a, like, this is a ridiculous scene. No, but. What? Yeah, exactly. I'm a natural contrarian, even in, like, right. you know, conversation. Yeah, pretty much with everything in life. Pretty much in everything in life. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, but no, uh, no, I was acting before I even did stand up. Not that I toot my horn and be like, you know, oh yeah, I was in a movie with a uh, with a uh, Milo Ventimiglia, the guy of Heroes and shit. Mm-hmm. Gilmore Girls. Yeah. Oh, that mm-hmm. guy. Yeah. What was he like? Tell me more about him. Only like I was an extra, so oh. <laughs> like I saw him like maybe like twice. Like while I was doing the film, and it was down in Indianapolis, by the way. Okay. And like he was a, uh, I mean, he seemed cool to the people that was working. And well, he. What were you filming? Sorry. It was a. It was a movie. It was like basically what it was. It was a movie about like, I guess he's playing a politician, and like I'm standing in the crowd just like, hey, you know, I'm just an extra, so I'm like, cause I'm thinking like that's how you get started and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Did you get paid for that? Yeah, you get paid like three hundred bucks a day. Nice. Yeah. So, if it were like somebody who just graduated college, it's like, oh, I need this three hundred bucks a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did. I was an extra in a movie for free one time. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, but it was like an indie film that they were filming in Omaha, mm. made by a guy who lived in Omaha, and uh, I was just hanging out with my friend Nick, and we just like were walking around town, and we saw this whole thing going on, and we're like, yeah, let's go stand in line for three hours because that was like the extra job in the movie was like to stand in in line oh nice yeah (laughs) how long have you been in the entertainment industry um so are you talking about just like stand up or just in general 
Yeah, just like what'd you start off as acting or stand up? Well, like or improv. Well, like so, when I graduated college, uh, I was a theater major, and like I graduated in twenty thirteen, and then um, yeah, did that that little film with my little two seconds of screen time, and then like there's not in Indiana, there's not really nowhere to like break out in the entertainment industry. It's like you got to go deep, deep, deep in it. Um, I was acting in a. I did a play. I did a play in Muncie, Indiana, the Muncie Civic Theater. It was a uh, The Lion Witch in the Wardrobe. Mm-mm. I played Fenris off the, you know, the Wolf Captain. Like I don't know if you've seen the movie. Mm-mm. I remember uh, we had a fight scene. Me and the guy that played Peter in um, in Lion Witch in the Wardrobe. We had like a sword fight. I was on stilts. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> it was Is like, it because you're so short? No, no. All the people who play like animals that were on stilts. Oh, okay. But the guy was still taller than me when I was still on stilts. <laughs> okay. Well, like, but no, it was uh, it was fun, though. I remember we did the play for, like, a group of middle schoolers. Because they did that, did that thing where it was like, oh, yeah, we're going to take the day off school. And they come, they came to see the play. And we, after our sword fight, they, they're like, and, like, they're middle schoolers, so they're not impressed by anything and shit. So, like, but after the sword fight, applause break. Oh, nice. Yeah. Like, they applause after I died. Yeah, middle schools, middle schoolers really do enjoy violence. Right. <laughs> from what I've noticed in society today. Oh, yeah, I did when I was in middle school. Yeah, you liked mid- violence. Mm. Did you watch anime? Yeah, I did. Yeah. See, like anime was always is was it's a thing. Like, see, growing up in the hood, if you watch, if you admit it, and not everybody watch anime now. But like, if you admit you watch anime and stuff like that, back then Dragon Ball Z was popping. Mm. So like, if you admit you watch Dragon Ball Z and shit like that. It's like, Man, get your little bitch ass out of here and shit like that. But like me and my best friend Marcus, we played Dragon Ball Z, the video game. We always watched Dragon Ball Z. Like how you got an anime it was like Pokemon, Dragon Ball Z, and like Adult Swim late at night. Oh man, yeah, I really loved watching like Ghost in a Shell. Yeah, Ghost uh, in a Shell. Inuyasha stuff like that. Inuyasha was my shit. Right, right. I saw the live action movie of Ghost in a Shell. Um, with Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, it's not the same. It was terrible. It was awful. Yeah. It's like that uh that Street Fighter movie with uh what's her name from uh, Smallville, Lana Lang, the Asian the Asian girl. Uh, I can't tell. Take you. your word for it. Yeah. Or like uh the li- uh what was the other one? There's a lot of live action. There's a lot. Of, it's never really great. That that live action Avatar was was some ass. Did you watch the live action uh, Dragon Ball Z? No, I didn't. No, that was. Oh uh, no, I didn't. I know there is one. Don't waste your time. Yeah. It's not that. Good. I've heard it's bad. Yeah. yeah. Hey, people listening at home, um, if you can think of any cartoon or anime that was made into a live action movie or a video game made into a live action movie that was actually good, leave a comment and let us know because I cannot think of one for the life of me right now, except Ninja Turtles. And we're back to the program. I'll tell you what, man, because my job is full of, like, uh, conservatives. And nothing wrong with that, but it's, like, this really strong, you know, almost racist, but not really conservatives. Yeah, they haven't said the N-word in front of me yet. That's the only thing. Just <laughs> well, short uh, of that. Yeah, just short of that. <laughs> like, man, I remember I told them I got fired from Burlington and shit like that. And it was like, yeah, man, the manager and stuff like that, man. I guess, like, I was making jokes about him and stuff like that. It was like, like, he's a fucking homo, isn't he? I'm like, whoa, whoa, dude. Oh, a lot of uh, the conspiracy nuts that I've met, they're very anti-Semitic. Um, mm-hmm. Against Jews? 
Um, that's usually what anti-Semitic means. That is what that means. <laughs> I just don't get that, honestly. I don't get it either. Uh, I, I even remember like in college, uh, one of my class uh, professors was talking about uh, Jewish people and the way she described them was very anti-Semitic. And I was just like, this is uncomfortable. Mm. I don't understand where it all comes from. I don't see why. I feel like it must have something to do with their religious beliefs. But also I feel like maybe not. I I just I don't I don't know. I don't know what the what the dislike of Jews is rooted in. Well the the idea was like what the Jews have most of the power they own a lot of shit. So I think that's part part of where it comes from. So but, good for them. I don't know. Yeah, that's right. what I'm saying. Yeah. Like part of it is like the Jews own a lot of shit. Like the Jews kinda of run Hollywood and stuff like that. That's why Kanye is getting all Oh, yeah. in, in his shit, you know. Dude, I heard that Kanye went missing. <laughs> Have that... you heard about this? Yeah. You've heard about this? Yeah, I've heard about that. You okay. know. But I'm like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, well, like, someone say like, that on the pod. Yeah. I said it on the last pod. Oh, you did. But like, my thing about this is Kanye is unstable. Right. So like, of course he might go missing for a little bit. Right. But then again, he did say some shit about the Illuminati and that was on a TikTok. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about how, you know, he has proof that they're running everything and stuff like that. And he like pointed out different things like Michael Jordan's dad died. Mm-hmm. That was a sacrifice for him. to. Oh yeah, elevate. that was the, that, that's the whole thing. That was, that's been a long running thing. Yeah. People saying about Michael Jordan's dad. Yeah. Wait, Michael yeah. Jordan's dad was sacrificed for Kanye? Michael Jordan's no, 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 no. dad Michael was Jordan's sacrificed to be uh, so Michael Jordan could like become be a part of the echelon yeah, of yeah. the Illuminati. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, same like, with Kanye. Because his uh, his dad got murdered. Michael Jordan's dad. Yeah, he yeah. got murdered on the side of the road. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Somebody said like um Bill Cosby's son was kind of the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's all go around. Uh, I would not sacrifice my dad uh, to be um, a part of the Illuminati. Would you? We're starting with me. Sure. I would not sacrifice my dad to be a part of the Illuminati. Are you sure? Have you thought about it? Well, you're just asking me, so I'm just giving you the first answer that comes to the top of my head. Is but this, now that you ask me, it, now I should think about it a little bit. Is it the answer that you're giving because you think your dad might listen to this? No, I don't think my dad's going to listen to this. Okay. I think he stopped listening after the second podcast. But uh, I know I don't think I would sacrifice my dad for the Illuminati. I don't think that's worth I don't think that's a good idea. Mm. What about you? Would you sacrifice a family member to be a part of the Illuminati? Uh, All well, the specifically wealth. your dad. Do you have a dad? Damn. What the? <laughs> oh, no, I just, I've never heard you talk about him. You've talked about your mom. But. Uh, no, no, no. My dad didn't really raise me like that. So, yeah, I don't talk about him like that. So I may actually sacrifice him for the Illuminati. Okay. Cool. I've only seen you a couple times in my life. So, like, hey. <laughs> I mean, fair. That's fair. You had it coming. Right. Is that it? All right. Would you sacrifice your mom for the Illuminati? No, no, I wouldn't. No, what about you, Stacy? Would you sacrifice your mom? Um, Yes, I would. Oh, because your, your mom was crazy, right? Yeah, my mom is crazy. Is, is yeah. too far gone. She wouldn't even know what, what was happening. She just assumed it's part of the deal. Yeah. Are you here to tuck me in? <laughs> Yeah, she, honestly, she'd probably be happy about it. I think she's been waiting for death for a long time, but I think she's just like not in a position to, where she can do anything about it, you know? Literally, like they took all of her sharps away from her and shit. 
Yeah, I don't think there are any sharp objects where she lives. Uh, mm-hmm. I would not sacrifice my mom for the Illuminati. Wouldn't do it. Well, your mom is not crazy or as crazy as, as my mom. She's a, like a normal person. So, Yeah, she like she made pumpkin pancakes when I saw her last time. Oh, that sounds, that sounds delicious. Yeah, they pumpkin were bad. My, my son really liked them. So. Yeah. Uh, I've heard... You you were talking to your mom that day when we went to Andy, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, she, we were talking about, because that was the time before we for Thanksgiving, like the week before right, or whatever. Right, right. You guys were talking about getting together and stuff? Yeah, yeah she came down here to hang out with everybody and stuff like that. It was yeah. kind of nice. Yeah. She was surprised that I made a really good meal, so. Wait, I changed I my answer. Judgment. If they're going to, like, torture my mom, then no. But if it'll be, like, a quick death, then yeah. It's, I think it would be a death, according to Kanye, it'd be a death that would look natural. Mm-hmm. So, like, Michael, Michael Jordan's, Jordan's dad, dad got shot, you know. Yeah, yeah, his mom died of some sort of cancer, you know, that's mm-hmm. what he used. Kanye's mom. Yeah, Kanye's mother. Died of Donda, cancer. Yeah. And that's what he said, how they killed her. I heard a story today um, about a woman, um, like, she was married and uh, her husband got cancer, and he had like a few years left to live, and uh, and then uh, she like called her neighbor over one day, um, and uh, she was like, "Will you watch the kids? I'm gonna take him to the hospital. I think he's done. I think this is the end." Because like he was just like laying on the floor and like having a real hard time, um, and then uh, the lady was like, "No, we need to call an ambulance," and so the the neighbor called an ambulance and um <laughs> it became a longer story than i meant for it to um anyway uh then the wife wouldn't let the paramedics come inside and then a few hours later uh she called 911 again herself and was like yeah so my husband attacked me and then i killed him and uh but what had really happened was like while he had been dying of cancer that whole time she had been like cheating on him and then she was also poisoning him to get him to die faster. And then she kind of like called her neighbor too soon to come over because she thought that he was gonna die quicker than that. And so then uh, because the neighbor was like actually getting other people involved, she had to like stab him in the throat <laughs> to make sure he died. That's huh. a, there's a Lifetime movie in there somewhere. Oh, for sure, <laughs> for sure. Wow, what a what a situation! Right. And she didn't even have like a life insurance policy out on him or anything. She she just didn't want to take care of him anymore. Hmm. I've heard of stories like that. I I know like um, sometimes I, I I don't know. I can't imagine how hard that is to take care of someone in their dying time. But I, I know of people who didn't try and kill them, but they didn't try and help them much more because they were dying anyways. Right. It was it's kind of like, a burden on their life. Let's and all just this shit. let them go naturally. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Um, Shout out to that lady. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure she's in prison now. Uh, most likely, yeah. yeah. I she got all respect in prison. <laughs> everybody gives her everybody gives her. Well, she killed a dessert. dude, so I don't know. Like, yeah. usually that's pretty, like a happy moment in prison i think mm-hmm. that actually also reminds me of a edwin miranda i think his name was um who uh he's the guy that they named the miranda rights after 
Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. And so like he actually did end up like being in prison when the like the Miranda rights became a thing because he like made a stink about how like he didn't get a fair trial and like blah blah blah. Made a stink. And so when uh like they were watching some show in prison and like they said like Miranda rights and like all of the inmates uh, were like cheering. We're like, yeah, man, you did it. <laughs> yeah. You did it, man. <laughs> you made it. You got you got us. <laughs> we you changed cannot, a we law. Can, we don't have to speak in court if we don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> we can plead the fifth. Yeah. Yeah. That's really funny. Yeah. Did you know uh fucking you know about the Menendez brothers? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So these two uh it's like these two brothers there really their parents were like super abusive but their parents were very well off and shit their parents were like super abusive towards them like both physically and sexually so they planned like kill planned to actually murder them and they the alibi was like they went to the movies and shit with their friends oh yeah yeah Yeah, so you heard about this i i think probably a long time ago on one of my murder podcasts yeah there's been a like you have murder podcasts oh i listen to a lot of murder podcasts oh you listen to okay okay yeah yeah but like um no and then um yeah they made a they just made another movie about them on on Tubi. It's weird because I watch a lot of like weird crime shows and stuff like that. What's it called? It's just uh, I think it's just called the Menendez Brothers. Because mm. mm. everybody knows who they are and stuff. I mean, good for them. Oh wait, no, 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 it's not. It's called My Brother's Keeper. I'm sorry. Oh, I think I've heard of that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was a big deal because, like, th- I think it was that trial. It may have been a trial before that where they're like, mm-hmm. can you justify your actions? Is like, is those actions of sound of mind or is it not of sound of mind right. going through what you're going through? Mm-hmm. Um, do you know what you're doing at the time of the murder? Right. Is, does that make it as... Uh, um, is it one of those like? Is a heat of pet? Well, it could it could be a heat of the moment because they premeditated the murder, but like right, it was yeah. premeditated. Yeah. But they were saying uh, they were innocent because it was for their safety. Yeah, for their safety because their parents were like very abusive towards them. Like right, yeah. but yeah, that was also around the time like uh, it was the '90s when you could start bringing in cameras mm-hmm. into court cases and stuff right. like that. So, like, the big court cases around that time were like being OJ. televised. It was, like, OJ and shit. Or yeah. OJ, the Mendez. Um, what was another one? Um, Freaking. Uh, some dude who killed his wife. No, I think that was in the 2000s. But, yeah, it became more prominent. Yeah. You see a lot of uh, televised court cases yeah. just because you could. I think, OJ, I think OJ Simpson, that was the first big news story I heard. It was either that or Tyson biting off Holyfield's ear. That was, was a huge news yeah. story. I remember that. Yeah, I remember we was in daycare talking about that. You were talking about that in daycare? <laughs> yeah, like, like, hey, man, did you know Mike Tyson bit off Holyfield's ear? Like, like, dude, like power is just about to come on. Like, <laughs> like, were they able to sew the ear back on? Um, I think what it is, I think what it was, he got a skin grafts. Mm-hmm. So he didn't like. His ear could look normal, but it doesn't really look normal anymore. Still looks. Does any fighter's ear look normal though, with the cauliflower ear and right, shit? Like, right. I mean, you might as well give it up at that point. What's cauliflower ear? Is that like from being hit a lot? Or? Yeah, it starts the the callus or the not the calcium, the cartilage in your ear mm-hmm. starts to scar and tear, so it becomes too much, and too then it just ears. flattens, and then it gets heavy and shit. That's disgusting. Yep. 
Yeah. That's what a lot of MMA fighters, boxers, and a lot of different fighters deal with. Yeah. Well, I'm happy kitty. that I don't do that stuff. Is a is a kitty okay to pet? Yeah, she's chill. Um, she won't bite you or anything. She'll just walk away from you or whatnot. Um, yeah, I don't chill. want the attention. When Lynette was here, um, we were all outside, mm-hmm. and like we were taking a break, and uh, and Harvey like came up, like like she was just like outside, and mm-hmm. uh, and. Like me and uh, Kay were pretending like we didn't know that cat, and then, uh, and then Harvey like wanted inside, so I opened the door, and Lynette was like, "Why did you do that?" <laughs> and uh, I was like, "I know how it goes around here." <laughs> yeah. We have cat food, but we don't know what that cat's for. Or what yeah. cat is for? Do you guys just have the one cat, or yeah, yeah. Hitler okay. Ellie? Um, oh, and then Poppy. You were asking me, right? Yeah, I was asking yeah. you. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I only have the one cat also. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tried to babysit a dog recently mm. and uh, I realized I don't want a dog. Like it like that was the whole reason why I wanted a dog sit was just so can this dynamic work for uh, my family in the family setting. Mm-hmm. And it was cool for a day, you know? Like it was something for my son to like pay attention to while yeah. I did other things and stuff like something that. Something to chase him. Right, right. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, he beats me up constantly. It's nice mm-hmm. to have someone to have my back. Right. So he can beat up the dog. So- <laughs> right, or the dog beat him <laughs> up. It's just, you know, fair play. I can't beat him up. Yeah. And then, like, it was cool for the first day, but then the second day, it was just uh, it was just a lot. Like, yeah. uh, they were competing for attention mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So Yeah, my friend's dog is like that. Um, she got an older dog. The dog is like 13, I think, 14, mm. yeah. Yeah, it's an older dog, but she's very like energetic. Uh, jumps on people and shit like that. So, oh, that's yeah. cute. It always, I'm going over to see my little niece. Mm-hmm. And she's just a baby, and then I'm like, "Baby Kaylee," and then the the dog comes and jumps up on me and stuff. Like, no, you came here to see me. Like, no, right. And the dog, the dog's a sweetheart though. The dog will like lay on lay on you and stuff like that. Like I was there at Christmas, the dog just like I don't know if you saw my face, but the dog like took a nap on my lap and stuff oh yeah now she had a puppy who was a, a mean motherfucker yeah like bites like bites mm. like all the time what kind of dog was it uh the puppy or the the puppy and the, the yeah. energetic 13 year old yeah, the, the puppy uh oh i think it's um it looks like that dog from fucking um I don't know what brand it is. I know what the no the dog. I know what the thirteen year old is. The thirteen is a Siberian Husky. Really? Yeah. Oh wow! I usually when I hear older dogs being energetic, they're usually like a smaller dog. Right, 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 <laughs> right. It looks like the like she looks like the one of the dogs from that Cuba Gooden Jr. movie. Snow oh, dogs. Snow Dogs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm ashamed to say I saw that shit in the theater. Did you really? <laughs> like, like, you know, because like, it was like a kid's movie-ish. And I was, I think I was like, I said, I was like 12, I think, when that came out. Yeah, yeah. And like, you know, I was like, oh, and they advertised the fuck out of that movie. They did. Yeah, it was like, this movie's going to be huge and big. And then like, they're like, this movie is such ass. This movie is fun. It was funny as a 12-year-old, yeah. Right. Like, looking at it, I was like, this movie was ass, man. I thought there was talking dogs in the movie because of it's how like one, they advertised it. It's like one scene. Yeah. One scene. It's a dream sequence, and they talked to them. They did that with a lot of kids' movies. They're like, Kangaroo Jack, it was the same way. Right, right. It's like, the Kangaroo Jack, man, they're like, the Kangaroo, they advertised the Kangaroo talking, but the Kangaroo talks in one scene. It's a dream sequence. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Misleading. Like, they did that. They did that to a lot of, like, kitty animal movies and shit. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, but, uh, well, what was Kangaroo Jack about then if the kangaroo didn't actually talk? It was uh, these two guys. They're, the one guy's stepfather's in the mob. And like, they, they're both, they're both fuck ups and shit like that. So like, I'm gonna give you one more chance. Take this, take this package of money to Australia to this guy named Mr. Smith or some shit. And it, uh, you come back and that's all you gotta do. Take it to Australia to Mr. Smith. Like it's so fucking easy to do. And they open it like, don't open the envelope. But like, uh, Anthony Anderson is in it, by the way. And he opens the envelope and finds that there's like fifty grand in the money in the uh, envelope. In an envelope? That yeah. sounds hard to fit in an envelope. Or like one of those big, uh, what's those, the big... Like a manila no, 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 no envelope, I'm sorry. And then, um, <laughs> freaking... So they're in Australia, and they're about to take the money. They hit a kangaroo, they hit the kangaroo. And they think the kangaroo's dead, but the kangaroo is like... And like, uh, Anthony Anderson. And then they take a picture with the kangaroo, because they're in Australia, and they're American, they're tourists and shit like that. Take a picture with the kangaroo. Anthony Anderson takes off his lucky jacket and puts it on the dead kangaroo. The kangaroo comes back to life, and it hops oh. away with... House away, and they realize, oh, I put that money in the jacket, and it's so the rest of the time, oh. it's like they're chasing the kangaroo, trying to get the money back. So they, they come to find out that the money is actually paying for them to be, to be killed. Good that, kids that's, movie. That's a twist. Yeah, it's a great the kids, kids movie. Kids like, like, oh yeah, the mob and <laughs> right, that, like yeah. Just actually, one of the bad guys is the one dude from Eight Mile, the uh, the one that Eminem's mom was fucking. <laughs> oh. my sister didn't let me watch that scene oh yeah i remember specifically yeah <laughs> it ain't even that deep man it's like i think the scene where uh he's fucking britney murphy is more graphic than that i mean it was just all that the was... sex scenes any any yeah. sex scene that came on she made me leave the room yeah, oh. that wasn't even really that deep though it, by the way that's disgusting they fucking in that dirty ass factory yeah it's like, uh, disgusting yeah Which... let's go let's go to the bathroom and shit you know <laughs> let's go good, good on good on my sister for that for <laughs> You know, yeah, not definitely. wanting me to see that. Mm -hmm. But also, when I would watch the Sarah Silverman program, I loved the Sarah Silverman program. Mm -hmm. And she would, like, come and be like, you really shouldn't be watching this. This is awful. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck you, you know. I think the commercials. Because all Sarah Silverman talked about was sex and, you know. Yeah, I mean, it was real, pretty graphic, some real, of this stuff. Shit, but, yeah. I mean, I was, like, 14. She was, years. like, controversial. Is she, is she one of your influences? I'm sorry. I'm, oh yeah, no. she's like. I'm, like, I'm taking one, <laughs> taking over the podcast. No, go for it. Yeah, she's she's like one of the main reasons that I became a comedian. Oh okay. Yeah. Who's who's your biggest influences? Uh well, for me it was Chris Rock. That's how I wanted to do stand up in the first place. I was like 12, and the Chris Rock special came on. At first, it was that movie Down to Earth, and I was like, yeah. And then I watched one of the Chris Rock specials. It was a uh, bigger and blacker, and. You know, I knew I, I knew I shouldn't be watching it because Chris Rock curses a lot. My mother didn't like cursing, and but like, like, no, that's me. That's what I'm gonna do. Yeah. Nice. Like doing the whole like. And now you are. You're right. So, uh, who all have you like opened for? Like famous. Uh, it was a uh, Carlos Mencia. Um, uh, Ron Jeremy. You opened for Ron Jeremy. Yeah. He did stand up. That that Ron Jeremy. Yes. No shit. <laughs> isn't, isn't he a Porn yes, person? yes, that Ron and, and a reality television star. Let's not. Where did he perform? And a, and a preschool education teacher. No shit. Before he got the board, that's what that's what his college degree was in. Well, this porn is was probably better money. Yeah, we right. should really yeah. think about that. There's so many people who make more money doing other things than he, teaching. Yeah, he he probably needed to yeah. pay off his student loans. Right. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> well, well, now he in prison. So. <laughs> oh shit! Really? Yep. When did you open for him? This was back in. Oh. I, it was 2018 because I remember I quit for Zoli's the week before. 
and it was uh me and uh Anthony Racic. Oh, where yeah. was this at? Kokomo, Indiana. Oh. It was at an old strip club that that looked like an old strip club. You remember uh, from Dust Till Dawn that movie? Yeah, yeah. It looked like that. No shit. Yeah, like how did after you, it blew up. <laughs> how did you get that gig? That's so random. Well, Anthony was on the show first. And uh, I don't know if you know who Jimmy Shaw is. Who yeah, 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 we just met him. Yeah, Jimmy Shaw was running that show. And like Anthony was going down there. And he was like, hey, man, you want to go down and cook with me? Open for Ron Jeremy. And like, see Ron Jeremy, I'm opening for him. Like, oh, yeah, sure. Most definitely. I wasn't on the show. But then uh, I go there. And Jimmy Shaw, we hadn't got acquainted. We got acquainted. We met like one time. And he came to, came to the last string. But he you- knew I was a comic. He was like, hey, man, do you want to do some time? Like five minutes? Like, oh, yeah, sure. Most definitely. You and Anthony, Anthony. Well, Anthony was already on the show. Oh, you wait. You were talking about Jimmy. You and Jimmy had met one time. I'm confused. Sorry. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Jimmy Shaw, the promoter. Yeah. Met me one time at the last stream, oh, and okay. he was promoting the show. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. And then uh, he had, he knew I was a comic. He's like, "Hey, man, uh, you want to do some time? Yeah, sure. Do five minutes. Okay. Yeah, I got it." Mm-hmm. And so, and you know how like in a uh, comedy shows it was goes. The lesser known comedians go first and then the headliner goes last and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was the reverse. Oh. Oh shit. Ron Jeremy went first. What? And did like a good thirty minutes. Oh wow. And then Anthony so, and then you or No, it was a it was like a the whole local show was like maybe five or six comedians. Oh. Yeah. That's From, so weird. You use the 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 main act that brings people and you, you put them last so that way everyone watches the other. Right, people. right, right. But the the you know the crazy thing was like it was packed, and everybody stayed for the whole show. Oh, nice! That's good. You know, you know how it is. Like lesser comedians, they don't come in. They, it, like, it, you would think like they would leave after they see Ron Jeremy, but right. he was doing a Q and A afterwards too. So that was a that was a big thing. Uh, okay, but like, you know, people stayed for the whole show, and it was packed too. And uh, there was like two black people in there, so like, yeah. Mm. But, so you uh, felt you felt safe. I felt safe. Oh, like yeah. <laughs> I was like, hey, what up, man? Hey, what you up, just man? need three. Anthony was like, "Do you know those guys?" <laughs> like, no. <laughs> like you know, just but like um. No, it was a fun show. Um, it's where it's like Ron Jeremy, of course. He's a porn star. You're talking about his dick the whole time mm. on stage and stuff like that. Like, my dick is so big, it's parking a car right now. That was one of his jokes. That's not even a good joke. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm paraphrasing, but like, yeah. okay, whatever. But um, everybody, all the comics are trying to come up with their best dick jokes and shit like that. Yeah. I was like, that's, that's a little too easy. And I'm like, man, I'll be different. So I started talking about. Like, I only had one sex joke, and I don't know if you ever heard this. It was the Aladdin joke. I, I can't know. say that I have. Yeah. You can tell it right now if you want. If you want. Oh, something like how, like, um, oh, like, I like, cause I love watching Disney movies. And, like, I was watching <laughs> Aladdin with my niece. Oh, Aladdin. Okay. I love where this is going. And, like, Aladdin is a lot, it, like, Aladdin was a lot dirtier than what I remember it as as a kid. Mm. It was like, there's a part in the whole new world where he's, like, telling Jasmine, don't you dare close your eyes. Hold your breath, it gets better. Like that's blowjob instructions. Oh, that's funny. Like, I told a bitch that the other day. <laughs> oh, that's funny. And then like there's a part where like Jasmine going like, I'm like a shooting star. I've come so far. She's a squirter. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. That's the only dirt, dirty joke I told at that show. There was something I'm talking about working at Fazoli's and working at and working at the Coliseum and stuff like that. And, like, but they, it was good. It was good. It was everybody was laughing. One time I got slapped in the face because I was drunk. And I told this lady that um, um, if she went on a magic carpet ride with me, I could show her a whole new world. Mm-hmm. And that's when I got slapped in the face. 
It wasn't like my best stuff at the time, but I was drunk for sure. And I was just, I just wanted, she was pissing me off the entire time. And oh. I wanted to come up with something to like make her uncomfortable because she was making other people uncomfortable. So that's what I said. Oh, so it was like a, you weren't flirting with her. It was just a. Yeah, it okay. was just to be, un- make everything uncomfortable. Okay. So it wasn't like trying to flirt. Okay. Because she was being a dick. But yeah. were, were you flirt i don't get it i don't it sounds like a flirt it was a flirt it this comes off as a flirt but because she was being so um bitchy to everyone around me instead of just being bitchy back i did a different way of being uh, making her uncomfortable so you're trying to be like a creepy dude yeah, yeah exactly okay, yeah, yeah, okay. exactly and she okay. slapped you in the face she slapped me in the face that's assault that i mean <laughs> What I did was harassment. So. Was it? Was it not? It sounds like a pickup line. Oh, no, that's like, I mean, no, that that is assault. I mean, what you did was like, like you know, you, it was uh, creepy, but it's not like, it's, it's, nothing, it's nothing that a dude wouldn't do, you it, know, just. Right, you know. that's true. <laughs> I just, I kind of laughed it off because it wasn't like a big deal to me. But yeah, I just remember that happening. Right. It was a fun time. Right. Hmm. And then uh, I did a couple minutes uh, on the Maddie Smith show. Maddie Smith show? At Summit. She was on Wild Now. Oh, okay. Yeah, she was like, that was her whole thing, like being a, one of the few white girls in Wild Now. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Then the, the Cannon show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wild Now. Um, yeah. It was, like, it was, it was weird because it was like, she was, uh, she was good, but it felt like the audience kind of wasn't responding super mm. deep. Yeah. She like she repeated one joke, and the joke was her talking about uh, she had sex with Nick Cannon and shit. Did she not get pregnant? Apparently not. Good for her. She dodged a bullet there. Yeah, but she always does that a while now too. Hey Nick, remember when we hooked up? Uh, oh, uh, that's how I give it up. Uh. That's creepy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, would you ever have sex with anybody to be a part of the Illuminati? Me? Yeah. I don't actually want to be a part of the Illuminati. Oh. Would you ever want to be a part of the Illuminati? No, I don't think so. Yeah. I want to get, like, as famous as possible without getting roped into that bullshit. Right. I just want to make enough money to, you know, sustain a living. Yeah. Yeah. I want to be, like, Tignataro famous. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Is she one of your influences, Tignataro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, like, the reason that I started doing comedy. <laughs> Is that her or Sarah Silverman? <laughs> well, Sarah Silverman was like, oh, this is what stand-up is. And then Tick was like, oh, I could do that. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know the interesting thing is like, I had, because I said Chris Rock, but I had other kind of influences. So Seinfeld kind of was another influence. Because yeah, like, okay. yeah. But like, being a kid, like I didn't know that that's what that what he was doing and what the cold open in the beginning. I, know that, I didn't know that that was stand-up. That he was doing. Oh, you yeah. thought it was just like a monologue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm a, I'm a child, so it's like I don't know. Uh. Like uh, you're, you know, you're, you were probably used to seeing that kind of thing on like Leno. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Well, because like you know, so like, like we didn't have cable or nothing like that. So like the cartoons mm-hmm. would go off at a certain time, and we live in Indiana. It's fucking cold. We can't go outside. Mm-hmm. So like you know, sitcoms would come on or the game shows. Right. Hey, my mom liked Seinfeld for some reason. I don't know. I mean, Seinfeld was. Yeah, Seinfeld funny. was funny. Like, yeah. This was at the height of Seinfeld too. So like, yeah. Yeah. And like, so, yeah, I would watch it with her, and I'm like, I didn't know that that's what he was doing. Like, stand up was cold open, but like, later on, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, Seinfeld comes to Indian uh, Fort Wayne all the time. I think he comes like once a year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Have you ever seen him? No, I haven't seen him live, but no, that's a goal. Yeah. See Seinfeld. It's crazy how much uh, like famous people come here. I don't feel like it was that way when I lived in Omaha. Mm. I know Cameron Esposito went to Lincoln one time, and I totally could have gone. But I didn't because at that time I thought she was annoying. <laughs> oh. And it wasn't until like two years later that I actually really liked her. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. Who's your, uh, who are your favorite comedians? Uh, Sarah Silverman, Tignataro. Besides them. Mae Martin. Mm. Um, Beth Stelling is really good. Yeah. Um, Did you see her when she came to he, the oh, Tiger yeah. Room? Okay. Did you? Yeah. I, oh yeah, I sat with you. Oh yeah, <laughs> we need to stop drinking. <laughs> like, like, oh yeah, we sat together. Yeah, Isaiah yeah. and Isaiah was there. I yeah. I had to move tables because Isaiah kept talking. Yeah, because he kept talking. He kept look trying to look for a charger and shit. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Classic Isaiah. But, uh. Yeah. Um. Who else? Oh, uh, John Mulaney. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, yeah, Cameron Esposito, River Butcher. Mm-hmm. I really like the gay ones, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you ever heard of Flame Monroe? No. Is this uh, it's a guy actually? He does comedy and drag. Oh, okay. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah, he's really good. Yeah, yeah he was on a he's on um uh Tiffany Haddish. She read it on Netflix. That there's an episode with uh with Flame Monroe in there. Oh, okay. He's really good. Yeah. Who's, who's your favorite? Um, I always hate these questions. But, uh, even though, <laughs> I, just asked, even though I just asked it. <laughs> well, no, um, no, yeah, Chris Rock was definitely one. Um, it's weird thing because like Dave Chappelle was like, I remember like Dave Chappelle before the way before the Chappelle show. Like, my introduction to Dave Chappelle was a. Uh, well, no, it was a. Uh, you remember the Night Professor with Eddie Murphy? Yeah, I forgot. I forgot he was in that. Oh, like that is very weird. They Chappelle had an interesting career before the Chappelle show even came on. Like, yeah, at the night festival, Eddie Murphy, he plays like this weird comedian dude that like is like, I guess a parody of Def Jam and shit. He's like cracking jokes at Sherman, Sherman Clump, and like yeah, and like damn, that's like who's sucking whose titties over here because he fat shit. Yeah, and then like, yeah, that was my introduction to Dave Chappelle. Then Robin Hood Men in Tights. Yeah. Yeah, and then like killing him softly was the first special I seen him do, and that was before the Chappelle show came on. Wait, Dave Chappelle was in Robin Hood Men in Tights. Mm-hmm. What did he play? He played the the black dude. <laughs> 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 I've only seen it one time. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, uh, what's his name? His name was uh, I think Achu in that movie. Yeah, I haven't watched it in a minute. Yeah. It's a funny name. He becomes a he becomes a the sheriff at the end. Oh, cool. A black sheriff? He's black. There's the blind guy. Why not? It worked in blazing saddles. Yeah. yeah. But um at uh, another one of my favorites, uh, Patrice O'Neill. Uh yeah. Bill Burr. Yeah. What about you? Yeah. Um, John Mulaney, Jimmy Carr, Mitch Hepburg was a big influence. Um Maria Bamford, I I've loved I, like she's one of the ones where I could rewatch her specials right. and laugh out loud in a room by myself. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Norm Macdonald. Rest I, in peace. Yeah, he. 
like he he really helped me get out of like a dark time. That's cute. Um, same with Maria. She did the same thing. And then, um, yeah, those those people. Um, you know, I used to watch like the Comedy Central presents. Yeah, I used to too. Yeah. All the time. Mm-hmm. Did you ever watch? Um, who am I thinking of? Dane Cook's comedy special. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. wait uh, the long one where he's like, it's like the round. Not the uh, round one. Okay, okay. But I'm talking about the the Comedy, comedy Central presents, presents like the 30, 30 yeah, minute one. Okay. Yeah, that yeah. sucked so bad. I'm surprised he got an hour long special out of it. You know, and you know, then it kills. You know, it's you know weird. So, because I remember Dane Cook in high school being, he's like really popular. Oh, okay. <laughs> like. What button do you push? You just suck on oh, it. Oh, you just suck on it? Okay. Yeah. I'll do it too, but I might be here a while. All right. Okay. No. I remember uh, in high school, Dane Cook was really popular. Yeah, he was. Yeah. I don't even think it was a race thing either because, like, Zach, my brother Zach, loved Dane Cook. And, like, and, like I knew people that hated the fuck out of it. It was no in between. I know people who hated the fuck right. out of Dane Cook. And I know people who loved Dane Cook. Super yeah. fans. Hey, usually a lot of them be douchebags. Yeah, they would love yeah. Dane Cook. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. Like I noticed that too. Like people love Dane Cook, or they hated him. It was no in between, and his career like took off. Right after that hour long special. Yeah. Although that B and E, that's actually still pretty funny. It. Yeah. I haven't watched it recently. I just remember, like, I remember the audio was funny in my mm-hmm. mind. Because, like, the video is really funny because he's a very physical comedian. Yeah. He talks the, fast and shit. Yeah. But I thought the, the audio was all right. Yeah. But, yeah, there's not there's not a lot of people who like Dane Cook. Dude, I'm going to talk some shit right now. One time, um, Dominic uh, said that he didn't want to come off to Dane Cookish. And Alex was like, you could never be as good as Dane Cook. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. yeah. What Have you guys seen Famous Comedians Live? I've seen, oh, that was another influence, is Ron White. But yeah, I've seen Ron White. I've seen Jeff Dunham. Um, I saw Louis. Louis C.K.? Yeah. Oh, no shit. Nice. That was like after he was a, you know. Had all the after after the controversy. Mm-hmm. You saw him after the controversy. Yeah. Where was he? Omaha. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. No shit. Yeah. It's a. What was that? What was that like? What was that show like? Very sexual. Was it? Yeah. That's... I remember being kind of uncomfortable. Did he jerk off? But it was really of, good. Did he jerk off in front of the audience? No, he did <laughs> other stuff though. Oh. Was the room locked? <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah, like the jokes were very sexual to where it was uncomfortable. Yeah, and okay. like he did like hand gestures that made me feel weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like hey, come on over. That <laughs> kind of yeah, <laughs> right. Like, yeah, like, like, like like that, but like grosser. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was that was a, that was a lot. That was pretty similar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what about you? What was the biggest comedian you've seen? Oh. Uh well Chris Rock yeah seeing him live was amazing it was a uh, right it wasn't it wasn't a uh, tambourine yet but it was like him preparing that material it was that material for that special yeah yeah and he was he was dope he was talking he didn't waste no time either he was like he first got on stage and this is in Indianapolis by the way he's yeah. talking about like how like I went to y'all's mall and y'all didn't have nobody in there 
I gotta do this show tomorrow. Like, what the hell am I gonna do all day tomorrow? I should just one did one big show. Got the fuck out of here. And then he wastes no time talking about Trump and shit like that. And then he talked about uh the biggest joke that I think I laugh. He was talking about like um because all his all this stuff hit. He was talking about like how uh God don't make no mistakes. Have you seen porcupines? Can't hug the thing and everything. It's no cuddly and all that. God don't make no mistakes. Have you seen Gary, Indiana? And we in Indianapolis, they were like, ooh. That's funny. Like, I know it hurt. Gary, Indiana look like Jamaica before you get to the hotel. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Another one was uh, uh, right before him, me and, uh, well, you know who he is, Cool Cat. Yes, yeah. I know of him. Yeah. Uh, we saw, uh, well, we saw Chris Rock together. We saw Martin Lawrence uh, a couple of months before that. And uh, that one was, uh, I mean, it was okay. It wasn't It wasn't the shit, but it was okay. It was like, it's cool to see him live. Yeah. He only did 30 minutes, though. I don't know, man. I think, I don't know. I remember watching the Martin show, and I really liked, I really liked it. And mm-hmm. then, like, it was like Big Mama's House and stuff like that. Right. But I feel like he really teetered off, like, yeah. right after, like, Big mm-hmm. Mama's House, yeah. too, or whatever. Well, he had a stroke. So oh, that's, part of that's yeah. the problem. Oh. Like right before he filmed Big Mama's House, he uh was jogging to lose weight so he can put put on the fat suit. Interesting. Okay. But uh, and uh, he uh had a he had a heat stroke out um jogging, jogging, not with the fat suit. Yeah, on. not with the fat suit on. He had a heat stroke, and mm. then you know that's right before Big Mama's House came on. Yeah, and um, saw um uh, Chris Red. He came here. No shit. Let's comedy put him here. And this is like he's still on SNL and everything, but it was weird because it was only like the front two rows. Really? Yeah, it was like it was that's that's it was just the front two rows. Chris Red is funny as fuck. He's like, dope. I love Chris Red. Yeah, and then um, Beth Sterling, Sterling, of course. Yeah, yeah. Sterling. Sorry. Um. Oh, oh, I'm forgetting. You know who's very underrated? Who? Sinbad. Sinbad's really good at like. Like improv and crowd work yeah. and shit, you know. Yeah, me and Cool Cat, we saw Sinbad in Ohio. No shit. Yeah, he was he was dope. He was dope as fuck. Like, you're like, damn, Sinbad is funny. And like, he was talking shit. He was like talking. About, he was like talking to us like, hey, uh, who else got who else got a problem? I can handle it in three seconds. Who else got a problem? <laughs> and Cool Cat, me sit. We sit in the back. Cool Cat goes, a jealous woman. Like what? A jealous woman? Every woman jealous, man. What you trying to ask? That's funny. <laughs> he was like. <laughs> and then like this one dude got up to go to the bathroom and his, and you can hear his girl like screaming at him yeah and Sinbad he just ran with it Sinbad was all like like hey, hey man no no don't come back matter of fact keep going further go to the strip club take a picture of yourself at the strip club and just <laughs> see if she, he like faithful to you when you so when shit happens during like your show or whatever, do you acknowledge it or do you try to ignore it and just continue on with your your set? It depends on what it is. Um, I think, yeah, I remember. Uh, uh, it wasn't it wasn't something I was doing, so I went to Mike Moses' spot and uh, oh Andy, Andy Sandberg, that's who it was. He oh, uh was performing, and then uh this this kid he was twenty one, his twenty first birthday. And he was already lit when he came in there. This kid puked all over the fucking floor where he was at. Oh shit! Yeah, kid, kid puked on the floor because they were trying to get him to leave. Because like, okay, yeah, you're you're passing out. You need to get the fuck out of here. Kid puked everywhere. 
And then, uh, at first the guy, at first he didn't acknowledge it, but then he got the fuck out. <laughs> then this will happen. And later on, he's like, "I'm glad you guys stayed for the show, even after that fucking disgusting kid puked all over the floor." Uh. It was like, "Oh, I'm really killing this shit, man." <laughs> Make this kid laugh till he pukes. It's a good improv moment. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, no, I, I was just thinking about. Um, I don't know if you, this is what you guys are talking about at all or not, but I was just thinking about. Um, like when I when I go on stage and I like get tongue tied or like lose my train of thought and I'm not sure like what i was supposed to say next like so sometimes um i think actually all the time that this happens i think that i just like get off stage like i just like excuse myself um rather than like trying to push through and like keep going oh no shit like you'll just end your set yeah like i'll just leave and i think that uh i should not do that i should like try to work it out on stage yeah I try I I try and work it out on stage. I think the last time I was on stage, I was so embarrassed by my behavior that I was just like, I got to get off. Like I know we've got 10 minutes. It's so rare that we get 10 minutes. But mm. no, no I can't. I can't oh, go on any further. Was this That's the, true. That's such a bummer. Was this at the last mic? This was at the last uh, mic. It was the inauguration yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. We've all heard the story. I I don't need to say it on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking! Oh, you I know. I kind of want to get past it. To be oh, honest. speaking of the, no, it's not it's not an rich thing, but like you know, political shit. Oh, you know what? So yesterday at work, I saw. I was like looking at my dude. I was like, "Yo, is that who I think it is?" I don't know. Let me go see. And he goes up there and it like, "Yo, man, that was Mayor Tom Henry." No, no shit. Yeah, he came in GFS. Oh, like oh, I swear that's Tom Henry. Like, yeah. And like my and my coworker, he was like, "Man, he was pissed the fuck off. Like, why? He asked if we serve alcohol here. And like, we like, no, we don't serve alcohol at Gordon Food Services." And he fucking just <laughs> got mad and left. Shouldn't he like? Like, if, you ain't learned nary a lesson, dog. To the listeners at home who may not know who Mayor Tom Henry is, he is the mayor of Fort Wayne, and he just got into a major car accident. Uh, drinking and driving that just happened it was all over the news here in four way and it was a big deal here and he went to corbin food services yeah asking for alcohol asking for alcohol <laughs> Look, I, I wonder if that happens to him a lot and he's just like assuming know. that you guys do serve alcohol and he's like this is the fifth restaurant i've been to today right. that doesn't serve alcohol to me well it's like grocery store so it's like fuck <laughs> like, it's it's funny. Like, like i know i know kroger's does but i'm just saying we don't serve alcohol at gordon food services Right, it's, it's weird. It's like that'd be some that'd be some terrible alcohol. Yeah, anyway. that would be like <laughs> to have GFS on the side of your like wine GFS, bottles. GFS probably wine just gonna be grape juice. Shit. Yeah, yeah, that'd be awful. Yeah, I was like, I'm trying to come up with a punchline of this joke. I'm like, first thing I got is like, it's like a Bill Clinton would have came in here and asked you like, Hey, so the gym, where are the bitches at? Right. <laughs> yeah, that'd be funny. Can we take a break? Yeah, we can take a break. I need to have one from my brain. Oh, sure. And it's break time. Break time. Yes, and we're back. So, Cameron. Yes? Have you ever seen a UFO? 
Yeah. You have. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us about it. Where? Wait, 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 wait. Where were you? So I remember in my old neighborhood, we would have like just shit flying around, and we're like, <laughs> "What the fuck? What the fuck is that?" And then like one time it was like it was like it was flying around, and we thought like it was like, "Oh man, that's a spaceship." But no, that ain't no fucking spaceship. Like, dude, that's a spaceship. And the thing like crashed, and where we lived, like, so we lived in the hood. But, like, across the way from our apartment complex, there was a fucking field. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we decided to go over there and check out what what, what crashed over there at the field. And we, we think it's going to be like that movie Star Kid, where it's like, it's going to be Alien Pop Tell, and we're gonna, he's going to have a suit, and we're going to get in there, we're going to... But no, it was a fucking... So, like, there was a drone that they had, mm-hmm. and they used the drone, they used, like, the drone to, like, you know, I don't know. I guess the conspiracy theory thing, like, oh, they trying to spy on us in the hood and shit like that. But, like, no, there was a drone because they were testing out some new technology for, you know, n- this nature thing that they're looking looking for. How could you tell all that? It was like, I had never seen a drone before. But, like, I remember we watched a documentary in school about drones because we had a teacher that was, like, a big conspiracy theorist. Mm-hmm. So like he was like very much like there's drone there's the government sending drones and they're like this motherfucker was like Alex Jones he was like the government sending drones to spy spy on us and everything and they're gonna try to take see we got government information and stuff like that I'm like bro you a teacher that makes thirty thousand a year <laughs> what I'm glad we are talking about this like because if like drones are gonna spy on people it's gonna be on sp- people who are making a big difference in their community right that's like gonna hinder what they want you know what I mean like I have a friend who's like really huge and being like paranoid like he's afraid of talking about like stuff because there's phones nearby and shit I'm like dude you're not important enough mm-hmm. there's nothing going on in your life where people are gonna be like oh, we should really get the CIA or the FBI or the NSA involved. No, man. Unless you're talking about making a movement and in, in, in making a, a, a ruckus or a fuss or fucking over somebody financially, nobody gives a fuck. Mm-hmm. So there's drones by your house? Yeah, yeah. But they were using, it wasn't like government drones. They were using it for like a, like one of those like nature shows or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> nature shows in Fort Wayne, Indiana. It was like uh, you know how they go around different cities and they try to find like, you know, uh, different parks and wildlife and shit like that. So that's where it was. I feel like this is a good time for you to bring up that thing. What thing? About the TikTok. What TikTok thing? That you wanted to talk about. Oh, I forgot about it. But um, I wanted to talk about how you believe that we live in a simulation. Right, that's why I'm bringing up the tip, the TikTok. Wasn't that what that was about? No, it well, had nothing to do with the simulation. Earlier, when we were in the kitchen, you said yes when I asked you that same question. Oh, yeah. I probably wasn't listening. Yeah, a simulation. That's kind of like uh, what the movie The Thing. The thing, I guess, maybe yeah. a little bit of the thing. Um, a lot of the the Matrix. Yeah, and like, um, there's a lot, a, a lot of different movies that are we live in a simulation right do you think we live in a simulation stacy believes we live in a simulation yeah i think so this wine isn't real i'm just drinking it so brain tails me i think in my you know i was thinking about this a little bit today and i don't think we always live in a simulation i live in we i think we live in a self involved 
simulation because like the f- all the chemicals that are in our food and water and all the different things that we ingest on top of like the fact that we're always on social media and like we have to have some sort of thing that is programming us whether it's just the microphones in our hands versus the TV that's right here right now that has to be on there's always some sort of programming that's going on around us so we're no longer involved in the nature and where we're at in earth mm. we're involved in the society in which we live in which is underground from the society that we actually live in there's like internet society and then like real life society like going to work every day talking about the weather and all that shit like that is real life but then we unplug, we get excited to unplug when we take breaks to go onto the internet and stream and stuff like that. So I don't think you're necessarily wrong when you say we live in a simulation. You just think it's in a different way? Yes. You think that people want us to be addicted to the internet? Yes. Why? I think it's easier to control people and for people to stream stuff that makes them angry so they react in a emotional way than and then an illogical way because most of the time when people respond to things in person if you tell me something say um jews are dumb if you said that to me Mm -hmm. i would not be attacking you and being so irate and yelling at you i'll try and talking to you in a logical way we're on the internet we don't have those inhibitions Mm -hmm. to have those inhibitions to stop us Mm -hmm. so we say whatever we want Ergo, making us more angry and more plugged into whatever they need us to plug into. Mm-hmm. I think it's easy to control people through the internet. You know, I, I agree with that. But I what mean, are they controlling us for? What's the end goal? More greed, more power. Mm-hmm. Just to make us mindless. Yeah, I think we're like... So we can depend on them and stuff like that, you know? Yeah, dependable on them. So in order, there's more of a, more take to give. So like they can take from us... We're no longer human beings that need to be governed. We are slaves that need mm. to be controlled, mm. in my opinion. That's why like, it's harder to get uh, on government assistance. When you are on government assistance, you have to jump through hoops to get on government assistance. Otherwise, if you don't want to get on government assistance, you have to be in these different meaningless bullshit jobs that slowly steal your soul away every single day and you get excited about that people tell you be grateful you have a job because you could be one of those people who are on government assistance but we pay all these taxes up the wazoo before we even get the money and then after we receive the money we have to pay taxes to give that money to get goods and services right that those taxes aren't going to any of those government assistance programs they're going to more control in other areas Mm -hmm. it's ridiculous i can go on and on and on basically Yes, I feel like there's more control over us as a society, an American society, than there ever was before. Right. Wow, you're right, and that's really scary. Isn't it? Yeah. It's basically about it's basically about control and everything like that. And at one point, they want to keep us divided, so you know, so that we don't unite and be like, "Hey, we're gonna go ahead." And that that's another fucking thing. Yeah. Thank you for bringing that up. I can't believe I'm talking about this on the podcast because I said I would never bring this up on the podcast. But mm-hmm. yeah, the red versus blue, the black versus white, the black right. lives matter versus the all lives matter, that's all bullshit. Yeah. All those people who talk about those things, those pundits, those those congressmen, those senators, they all meet 
outside of the cameras. They all eat breakfast. They all eat lunch together. They all joke to each other. Mm-hmm. They all, they're, they're coworkers. They're comrades. They talk to each other and they discuss things. All that shit that they say to us on television is just fucking for us to be mad about something so we can give them our money and our vote. Right. We mm. mean fucking nothing. We just listen to that shit, get angry about whatever it is that they're talking about so we can act on that anger versus thinking logically again. And they keep us divided mm. so we don't pay attention to the fact that they're stealing from they're us. Stealing from they're us. taxing us mm. left and right. We have taxes that aren't actually taxes, if you think about it. Right. There's t- Because it's in the private sector, it's no longer considered a tax. But why the fuck... Do I have to pay registration every year? And on top of that, mm. every six months I have to pay for car insurance. insurance. What the fuck? So there's just more money I have to have to legally be able to transport myself to the job that I work at to pay for these fucks, these fucking taxes and these uh, private sector taxes that I never had back, I'd say, 60, 70, 80 years ago. That's mm. ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Anyways, it's like off my rant. Life, life is getting too expensive. You know, you got to pay. It's like this inflation shit is kicking everybody's ass. Like everybody's complaining about the price of eggs and shit right now. Cause like you used to get eggs, like get the whole carton of like what, sixty nine cents. Yeah. Seventy seventy nine cents for a carton. Now it's up to three three motherfucking bucks. It's like what the fuck is this I shit know. about? This shit's yeah. ridiculous. It's three dollars for a fucking gallon of milk. Yeah. It's, it's really- like. Hey, are you sure your mic is on? Test, test. Oh, okay. Just checking. Which, uh, hers? Okay. Yeah. It probably shouldn't have been for the, whatever. <laughs> well, like, well the I just wanted to make sure because you turned it off at that one point. We yeah. talked about, we talked about Maritime Henry. He just cut the mic off. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there, um. Keep talking shit. Yeah, I should be talking pulled, shit. Put that, that Will Smith. Keep my name out your mouth. <laughs> oh, right? Wasn't it fucking, uh, what's his name? Blacklisted because he was talking about Eddie Murphy. David Who? Spade. Oh, the, you talking about that SNL sketch? Yeah, where, like they did that where Eddie Murphy was picking up the the transvestite and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't he, know if he was blacklisted for that. I know Eddie Murphy had beef with SNL because of that. He didn't go on for twenty years after that, didn't no, he? No, yeah, he didn't go on for twenty years after that. That's fucking yeah. crazy. Yeah, I know Eddie Murphy had beef with SNL after that. He didn't come back until like they did that. Uh. Whatever the fuck that was, that fiftieth anniversary or some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah the four, yeah, the fortieth. Yeah. That's right. It was like a big deal. Yeah. Would you ever see Eddie Murphy again? Like if he if he did stand up. I would, just because of the the fan, the, because of the legacy. Because yeah. like like that dude, he had two specials, and people are like, "It's one of the greatest of all time." You know what I'm saying? He did that and, shit at like fucking nineteen though. Like yeah. that shit was nuts. Yeah, he was like. Yeah, nineteen, early twenties. Uh, Raw, I think he was like twenty-seven. I think. And then Delirious, I think he was like nine. Uh, I think he was twenty-two. He was twenty-two in Delirious because he talked about being twenty-two. In oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, and like um, it's still. I think the I think a lot of the humor for that. It doesn't hold up well because like you know the whole you know. Yeah. Delirious does not hold up well. Uh, talking about like the gays. And it's a little too much. There's some jokes that are still funny though. Yeah. Like, the uh, if people like this is why he started doing family films, cause like it really the 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 hardcore cringe humor that he did. People hated that. People was like picking in and shit. Like oh, but he was doing like the family shit. Talking about his, like the cookout and shit. Talking about his uh, Aunt Bunny with the mustache and shit like that. Like that's what people loved the most. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
Or like when he was talking about his mom, oh, Raw, he's talking about his mama making that burger. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. people who love the most. And then, like, you know, that's when he started doing family movies. That makes sense. I saw Daddy Daycare in the theaters, too. Oh, yeah, I did, too. Yeah. It was at the Cinema Grill place that was in Fort It's not here anymore. What is it, Fort Wayne? I didn't Cinema move Grill. here until I was like. Right, 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 right. 10 years ago. It was like on Maple Crest. Me and my mom went to go see Daddy Daycare. Cinema. The popcorn was good, but we had like. <laughs> We had like hot dogs, shit, and it was good. And they served us spaghetti. It was good. They served you spaghetti? Mm-hmm. No shit. Do you ever have like a, f- a full length meal at a movie theater? No, I never have, but I just discovered something while I was sitting here. Yeah. I think that aliens are us in the future. And I think we've become so like weak, like bodily, like sickly. And weak, and that's what we end up looking like. And then, uh, but like some of us are really smart, and so then we come back to the past to try to learn things and like recreate the scenario to bring us back as a society because we kill ourselves out. Oh, maybe. Um, I saw. And but, sorry, I think but, therefore we do live in a simulation. I think it's all like a video game. Do you think you're an RPG? Who's the, who's the big boss? At I, the don't, end? I don't know what that means. Huh? Role playing game. Oh, I, that's oh, an RPG. I was looking for. Oh, okay. Our main player character, sorry. Main character player. NPC. What the fuck am I thinking about? <laughs> I don't know. Are you talking about like uh like WoW or LOL? No, Le- that's Legends not what I'm like, thinking yeah, at all. Yeah. I can't think of the words that are coming out of my mouth. Yeah, there's a dude. I don't know what it is about college. There's like a couple of guys. They would just all they do is just play World of Warcraft or League of Legends yeah. all day. Never go to class or no shit. I knew a couple of people like that. I knew a lot of people who played WoW that didn't leave their house. Mm. They're like agoraphobic and shit like that and. That's all they did all day. Yeah. I think that's that's probably another thing, too, with that. Because it uh, used to be, what, video games, like, back in the day, like, the fighting games and sports games. You, you, didn't, you played them a lot, but not all fucking day. Yeah. Stuff like that. And there's another thing. It's, like, they're, I think, like, a lot of these, like, video games and stuff like that and a lot of stuff, they're trying to keep us, like, you know, to where we're, like, fat and lazy, to where we can't do some shit. Because, like, you know, you, like, you yeah. don't get up and move around and shit like that. Yeah. Well, I oh. feel like there's extremes in everywhere we go. I don't think all of society is like that. There's a lot of people who do exercise and mm-hmm. there's a whole like market in our country for just people to exercise. Right. Um there's a bigger market for people who Gross. attempt to tap exercise like Planet Fitness and stuff right. like that. Mm. But like Well, but it's like so it's like expensive to get really good exercise kind of it, like, to be involved in those things. I think so. I, I don't think it necessarily has to be expensive, though. But, yeah, there is a whole, like, part of us that makes a lot of money just on fitness equipment right. and, mm-hmm. like, personal trainers and shit like that. Yeah. Like, if you want to get, like, um, if you want to get, like, body, like, if you want to get, like, to work bodybuilding big and stuff like that, it's expensive. But if you want to, if you want to get, like, a lot of these uh, Hollywood actors and whatever, it's expensive. I it's think a, there's steroids involved in a lot of that, though, too. It could be, yeah. Wait, so do you think that the places that, like, where you pay to get 
better fitness do you think that those are like a, they're like an another side of the you know the the fight the the what you were talking about no i don't i don't think i think it's just like all i'm saying is that there is a cash grab there so it's not like i don't think people are getting lazy per se i think there's extremes in both so yeah. like there's people who are obsessed with video games and that's a multi-billion dollar market mm -hmm. so that is a very profitable um part of our um our capitalistic society so like that's something that goes through oh my god you're right just like there are people who are obsessed with sports exactly and want to be really fit right so then that's a market and then also people who want to eat really healthy right all that food is really expensive and that's right. a, that's a specifically targeted market also and then for the food that's not healthy honestly it's probably just easier for them to create and then it's like the weaker people go for that stuff. Not only that, but I think it's a quantity thing. I think it's just because it's cheap, it's easier to get. You can get it in bulk. So that's yeah. a multi-billion dollar market that, that is accessible. Yeah. I was watching a documentary right. on all that. Because like, you know, cause like a lot of the grocery stores and stuff like that, they'll trick you into eating healthy. But it's really not healthier for you. Because like when they put the re reduced fat. How many fucking, sorry to interrupt, but right. how many fucking health nut things that were very topical mm -hmm. we found out in our lifetime in the past 30 years that isn't the truth? Like, remember Atkins? That was a big yeah, deal. Yeah, Atkins died, yeah. Eggs were supposed to be unhealthy Both for you, yeah. but now they're healthy for you, right. but oh, they they're not worth healthy for you. That's oh, wait, like it's, yeah, because I'm really confused about eggs. Everybody is like <laughs> the cholesterol and eggs are supposed to be bad yeah, for you. Cholesterol and eggs, but like eggs provide that protein for you, so it's like it's a mm -hmm. like what the fuck type shit, right? And then what else is there? Potatoes were mm -hmm. supposed to be good for you because potatoes are starch and shit oh. like that. So yeah, I've definitely heard. But then also they have like minerals yeah, in them that are good for you, right? But then they're also not good for you because of all the carbs that carbs, they hold and yeah. shit like that. Like carbs are the enemy. We don't like carbs. Right. But you need the carbs for the energy. So right. I don't know. You guys are thinner than I. I shouldn't say like yeah. Potatoes are the healthiest food because yeah. well, even like the whole like because I was doing I was doing the vegan thing, but it's like uh, it's not the healthiest option because you like. You don't get your B12s, your protein. You get protein from other sources, not just meat or whatever the fuck. Right. Because, like, broccoli has a lot of protein and nuts and beans and everything like that. But, you know, you lose a lot of B12s, the omega-3s you don't get because you don't eat fish or no shit like that. Right. And there's a lot of fatty acids and a lot of vegetables to get the omega-3s. Yeah. So, like, it's, like, one of those things, like, I don't know. I don't think there's a diet specifically that's going to be, like, 100% healthy or no shit like that. Yeah, that's true. It's all about balance, really. I think so. But the point is that, um, no, I don't think there's like a fight thing. I think it's just like, how can we get your dollar? No matter what, how can we, whatever money we put in for things, how can we get like a 200% return on that? And then some. There's no like, we care about your morals, care about what's going on with you. I think it's just all profits for the rich elite. No, that's, all, that's all these companies, man. Mm -hmm. All these companies, man, they placate to everybody. Dude, like, even with comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't... I, I, I. So there's a lot of good comedians that I don't like because it's so political sometimes. Hmm. Like Hassan Minaj. 
Okay. okay. Like, I think he's really funny, but mm-hmm. I can't watch his comedy because it's so political. And I feel like there's like a fucking agenda you're trying to sell me. Not yeah, like, can you make me laugh? Yeah. Uh, look, I meant more with like the comedy industry. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. My bad. You know, you're good. What you said was valid as well. Thank you. No, no. Yeah. The comedy industry is very much like dollar, dollar, dollar signs. That's mm-hmm. why a lot of these like, because like a lot of these like, TikTok people and stuff like that. They're not stand-ups, but they right. get on shows and stuff like that. And they headline and promote shows because they sell tickets. They can sell out seats. Right. Whereas like somebody who's been practicing and doing, put their time in the stand-up, they still haven't got there yet. But like, and then you know, but it's all about what makes the money and more power to them because it's a business, just like anything else. Right. But, That's why I want to be so more prevalent in social media now because like social media is such a big thing in every industry right now trying Mm. to promote whatever you can that like if i could make a bigger social media presence then that can generate tickets for seats you know what i mean Mm -hmm. even though i'm only been doing this for six months today i think oh happy anniversary thank you yeah thank you i haven't done anything this long except for like raise my child so i'm Mm. pretty happy about that wow what about your job Oh, yeah, but I don't, like, put effort into that. I, you know, we've talked about this. Yeah. What okay. do you, what do you do for a living? I, I work I at a factory. Oh, okay. Um. But, yeah, so did you want to, did you want to play a game? Yeah, sure. Was there anything else? I'm sorry. I might have interrupted. I don't know. I'm so high. I, I'm kind of drunk, so. I'm neither. I'm kind of slightly tipsy. But. Okay. I'm neither, though. Do you want to change that situation? We could change that situation. All right. Do you but, want... I'll, I'll just do, like, uh, I'll just do some more wine. All right. Bet. You want this? Oh, we'll do this. Okay. Are you going to be okay to drive? Yeah, I'll be all right. Okay. I live three minutes away. Okay. But uh, what game do you want to play, Stacy? Oh, me? Yeah, you. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, no, like you're fine. <laughs> you don't have to apologize for anything. Um, I I think you I think you should choose. I I don't even know what's happening. Okay, we can play the game. Um, two emotions equal scenario. I was thinking that one. Yeah. Okay. My instincts must have been right. I think that that'd be a good game. So that that's basically like it's pretty self-explanatory. Like somebody's going to give you two emotions Mm -hmm. and then you can figure out or you figure out a scenario where those two emotions would work okay um we could do a practice round if you want sure i've never played this game so um for instance i'm going to give you two emotions and you give me a scenario or do you want to give me two emotions I was just thinking about how wine is also its own industry. It is its own industry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alcohol in it's itself. Like the older ones, I think, are the more expensive, right? Mm-hmm. Not only that, but they're the most, like, I don't know, tampered with. Like, there's so much more, like, corporate espionage with those and, like, mm-hmm. just more better, more ways to take money from you. Like, right. I feel like the whole idea of a sommelier is just so people would buy more expensive wines for no reason, you know? Yeah. So I feel like that's a whole other fucking market. It's just all like a fucking ploy to take more money from yeah. you. Because mm-hmm. they buy expensive wine. It's like, oh, yeah, the gun makes more money at that because they get the 
the higher percentage for that. Yeah. Versus like if they sell it at a lower price, they don't get this higher percentage. Right. And if it's like a shitty wine, right. like you want to make as much money as you can off of mm-hmm. it because nobody's going to buy it. So you just pay off a sommelier and they just say, oh, well, my review on this is it's kind of nutty. It's really dry. It has a bit of aftertone of tobacco and mm-hmm. dog shit or whatever. And the next thing you know, people are going to eat that shit up because that sommelier gave it a good review. Like, I think it's just all fucking... Like, the art industry, specifically. I was literally thinking that. Mm. Anyways, I don't need to get into my fucking belief system. The art art industry. I mean, it's like we... We kind of all have this kind of, like, belief system of, like, you know, there's... You know, there's an agenda with every fucking thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's... And it's for business. Like, it's a whole thing. Like, you want to make money Mm -hmm. doing what you want to do, like... If I could own a wine orchard or a grape orchard, I fucking would. Most definitely. Most definitely. I love wine. Mm-hmm. It's great. Oh, just like also with how people try to be comedian. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. So basically, it's just like it, whichever thing you're most passionate about making money about is where you go. Mm-hmm. Right, for sure. But it's all. Yeah. Well, it's all about, yeah. it's all about manipulation, too. That's all we do. We manipulate people for literally to get anything out of life um you know we manip- we manipulate and placate to get into relationships like you, t- you tell somebody what they want to hear it's, in order to get them to like you it, what is it that I, that I heard once a therapist told me it takes 18 months to really get to know somebody mm-hmm. so the first 18 months of a relationship is really just trying to sucker them into liking you and then after that it's a trial period that's fucked up yeah because like you do all these things to get them to enjoy each other's company and stuff like that you want to put your best foot forward but after that amount of time you feel more secure to show who you really are right Mm -hmm. and so that ends up being um invalid all that other shit not invalid but like you don't do so much to try and keep them. Mm. So you start start not putting on makeup or you start like getting fat. You stop opening the door opening for the door someone. You you stop, you know, doing complimenting the, them and the romantic like bullshit. Yeah. I still open the door for you. Likewise, I open the door for you. That's a mutual thing we do for each other. We haven't been dating for eighteen months. Or so you just got Might as well together. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but um yeah, manipulate. We manipulate and try to placate people and get into their brains to get them what they want for us. Get what they want from us. It's even like that at work, man. It's like you gotta tell you got at a job interview. You gotta tell the employer what they want to hear in order that so oh, they can hire you. And the employer tells you what they want, what you want to hear, what you want to hear, so you can stay the fuck there. Right. <laughs> this is a fun, friendly family environment. We like to have fun here. He mm-hmm. jokes. Nobody is talking about how that guy sexually harasses everybody, but mm-hmm. they're just going to say he jokes. Um, the bathrooms are over there. We have 20-minute breaks every now and then. Mm-hmm. It's at your discretion. Some takes, of them are working breaks. It takes 10 minutes to walk the fuck over to the fucking break room. Right. Like, they don't talk about that. Yeah. No. Are you guys talking about your jobs? No. I'm just making up scenarios. Just, a, just in general. Right. Oh, we supposed to play a game. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Mm. Two emotions equal scenario. So I'm going to say two emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to say excited 
and depressed. Are you asking me? Yes, I'm giving you those two emotions. Excited and depressed. Yeah. I feel like I had this one last time. You might have. Okay, excited and depressed. Hmm. Okay. Say this is not about you at all. This is just like I'm digging within my like soul to like my deepest honesty. Right. Right. She's going to use my name. No, it's not about you. It actually reminds me of someone else. But excited and depressed. So I'm excited that I have like a comedy show that it's it's like kind of like a bigger deal like actual show and then but like i have um a girlfriend and then she just like doesn't come oh so it's like i'm excited to have the show but then i'm depressed that uh that this person that i the, that i want most in the world to see me perform doesn't come oh that is sad yeah i'm yes. not referring to you that like would never happen because you're always at comedy and i wouldn't care if you weren't Oh, good. I'm yeah. glad that you don't care that I wouldn't come. Well, I mean, if you had something else to do, I, I don't blame you. You have a life. I, I gotta raise my son. <laughs> right. You see me perform all the time, you know? Right. Yeah. Do you have two emotions for Cam? Um, two emotions for Cam. Stacy can't handle weed. Okay. Uh, <laughs> she really can't. Jealous. Okay. And suicidal. No, wait. Those are too <laughs> similar. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. That's too close together. <laughs> those are too negative. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was, that was messed every, up. Every time I go to work. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. Uh, jealous. And also, uh, like, you feel superior to someone. Oh man, I was in high school, <laughs> and man, this chick that I was talking to, and I got her phone number, and like we was we went on a date, and it was dope as hell. I'm not gonna say her name, mm. but like we, it was dope as hell. I'm like, man, this girl fine as hell and shit like that. And then she dumped me, and she dumped me for, I don't mean nothing by this, but she dumped me for this for a white guy, but I don't mean nothing by it. It was like. <laughs> Like, yeah, and but like, I knew her sister, and we went to the same school and shit like that. I knew her mama. Her mama liked me too, and it was like she done me for like a white guy. I was like, it's like that Chris Rock been like, hey, what do I got to do to get with you? It's funny, and I'm like, no, 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 this this some bullshit, man. I'm the shit. I was holding doors open. I'm like like these other motherfuckers, man. I I'm like I'm not I'm not a game banger or nothing like that. Like, mm-hmm. but like, but like she. <laughs> oh, I was so upset. I don't know. She probably got ten kids by now. (laughs) I feel that pain. Like I've, I've had an ex who broke up with me, and I was like kind of salty about it. And they got with somebody, and I'm like, "That's who you dumped me for? Like seriously? Like that person is missing an eye? Like you have to help them with shit? Like what?" Is it Cotton Eye Joe? No, it wasn't Cotton Eye Joe. (laughs) It was his brother Steve. But it really fucked me up. Like. 
I was just like, this person is 30 years older than me. They mm-hmm. have nothing going for them and they are missing an eye. Not against the one-eyed people and our and our listeners, but like... Is, are you using a real example of something that actually happened to you? Yeah. They left you for someone who was missing an eye. Yeah. Like actually, like you're not just using that as an example. No, apparently like they just went with them because they knew that that person wouldn't see their bullshit coming from a mile away or whatever. Right. But like... Is, was that a whole setup for a joke? No, it was not. I'm so confused. I felt, I felt it coming though. I felt, I felt that there was a joke with there. Yeah. But yeah, that was just nuts to me. Like I, I thought I was like, yeah, maybe I didn't have like a really good paying job and maybe I didn't have other things that they wanted. But like the one eyed fucking person has less than I have. Like what, what, what do oh. they have that I don't, you know what I mean? Love. Mm-hmm. I gave that for <laughs> sure. That was like the few times. The one, I, the one eyed person is less than I have. I got two eyes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But yeah. All right. It's your turn to give me two emotions. Oh, okay. Oh, two emotions. Yeah. Um, I have those. I know those feelings. Happy. Happy. And envious. Happy and envious. Um, I would say when I got second place for anything. Oh. I don't think I've ever gotten second place in anything because mm. I've never won anything. But like, mm. if I did, I would be pretty happy and envious. Um. Um. I can't think of any other situation. I, I, I've i been really happy in my life, but also envious a lot at the same time. But those, if I said those scenarios, I feel like it would seem very like, how could you be that way? Like petty? Yeah. Every time I look at Facebook sometimes. You look at Facebook and you're like happy and envious? Yeah. Like, hey, I'm happy that you got married. Like, I'm still single. Yeah. Well, fuck you. Yeah. yeah, I think when my sister got married, I was like happy and envious. Or like when I uh went to the, it was like a slight competition down in uh, Avon, Indiana. Mm-hmm. Like the Red Curb Cafe, I think it was. Okay. Like, um, this dude, he came to graffiti one time. It was a magician, Daniel Lusk. Yeah, he won the competition. I got second place. Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah. It was like okay, nobody's gonna beat the magician. So like, you know what I'm saying? Let's like yeah. But like, yeah, that was kind of like, uh, okay, cool. But at least like people like liked my shit. Yeah, I mean that's nice. That's nice when people like your shit. Like I, I, uh, I do get envious of Stacy sometimes. I'm For not gonna what? lie, because you're really good at what you do at comedy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Because I'm like happy that you killed it, but then I'm like, fuck. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like I say, uh, like you're top five Fort Wayne my top five really yeah you're in my top five too thank yeah. you yeah, it'll go it'll go Mufasa cause look, nobody's beating that um Alex you TV and I'll go back and forth with this one I'll say uh probably Cool Cat I'm not in your top five no 
<laughs> six months. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know I should be in your top five because I'm this good at six months. Yeah, I feel like the people you're listing are the ones who have done it the longest. Right. Yeah. But uh, I'm not gonna give my top five. It's the last time I gave my top five. I got a lot of shit for it. I gave it to Isaiah, and Isaiah was giving me shit not only in the car but at the bar afterwards. Was it and because then, he wasn't? Wait, in wait, because he wasn't on there. He was on there. Oh, I was oh. just. I was also on there, and he's like, "How can you be in your own top five? Oh yeah, that's the thing though. Like, like I don't, I don't put myself nowhere near the top five. But like, um. But you're killing it though. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'll do okay. I'm sure you're in someone's top five. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I gotta say this now that I'm getting drunk. Like, when I first saw you, like, you're a lot better now than when I saw you in six, like, six months ago. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I, I've seen your, I've seen growth from you mm-hmm. as a comedian. Um, I have to be honest. Yeah. I feel like you, Drew, and Jared are kind of, like, at the same level. Like, you guys are all doing, like, I feel like almost like just as successfully as each other. Right. Yeah. 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 No, uh, Jared is definitely one of the best, like, joke writers. Drew, Drew is great. Drew progressed, like, from when he first started to then. But, like, the biggest thing is, like, Drew needs to really project his voice. I think that's the biggest thing. Mm. Yeah. But uh, other than that, Drew's a really great joke writer. Like, he's, yeah. yeah. He's, really- he's got really good energy on stage, too. So. For sure. Yeah. Do you have any critiques me, about me? Me, I got a fucking, I got a fucking singing dance and bullshit. <laughs> Give me a laugh. No, I, I like it when you do that though. It's yeah. really great. Yeah. It's like, like, cause like that came from high school, like just from me and Zach just like making up bullshit songs, <laughs> parody songs. I think I think you definitely have done really well, and um. Yeah, I'm I'm impressed. Yeah. I think you said, do I have a critique for you? Yeah, you have a critique for me? Yeah. I think you're very good at, like, telling jokes and writing jokes. Oh, thank you. Biggest thing is, like, you pace around a lot a lot of times. I think it's just nervousness. Because I, I do it, too. I do it, too. And a lot of people do it. They pace around and shit like that. You can tell they're nervous and stuff like that. Biggest thing is, like, just look at the audience. It's a performance yeah. thing. Look at the audience and look on their level. And... It it it's very important, but eye eye placement. I learned that in theater. Like, don't yeah. look at the ceiling. Don't look at the lights, because like they can tell like that ruins the illusion. Look at the actual audience. I really have tried to not look down as much, um, and I really try to look outward. Mm-hmm. I do pace a lot. I, I uh, fucking I got some jokes that are really fucking dark, so it's really hard for me to like make eye contact with people right. when I say that shit. Isn't that why Mitch Hedberg wore sunglasses on stage? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and fun fact, TV does that too. I think that's why some people wear hats on stage too. Yeah, yeah Mitch mm-hmm. Hedberg wore sunglasses because he like didn't want to look at the audience. He had the stage fright shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Stacey, I think you fucking, I think you kill it. Even mm-hmm. when you fucking come off the dome and shit. Like, I don't know. You did good. You're on my top five. When I come off the dome? When you, when you think of stuff off the top of your head. Oh. Because there's, like the last set, you just came up with something off the top of your dome. I did. Oh yeah, when I when I was talking about the cord to the mic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was really stupid. Yeah, I like the stool bit. Yeah, 
I need to do that one again. I don't think you've ever seen it. I haven't. You're probably going to hate it when you see it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Can you talk about some of our locals' favorite jokes? Is that something we can do? Yeah, if you want. Okay. Yeah. I love it when you do the... Yeah, pretty sure I'm gay, that bit. Oh, the losing my losing virginity. Losing virginity, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. That's a funny bit. I think my favorite of yours is still that uh, man in the mirror. Yeah, Michael the... Jackson on driver safety. Yeah. 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 That that's came from that's that whole thing came from just random shit. So yeah, that came from high school and me and Zach was making parody songs. And like that was one of them. And it was like and I remember we went me it was me, Cool Cat, Mufasa, Sam Wright. We all went to Indianapolis and went to Crackers. It took did like a kind of a small four way takeover. Mm-hmm. And then like we was hanging out with these chicks after at the show. And then like there was like all the all the girls wanted cool cat and shit because he got dreads and whatnot. And then like <laughs> Mufasa just is crazy motherfucker. And like like I like when you talk about the crackhead throwing the dirty drawers over the fence and shit like that. And then like she looks at me like you were funny too. I'm like oh yeah, what was your favorite part? Like, I don't remember what you said, but that was funny. Uh, like, Fuck. That like, happens to me all the time though. Like I'll remember like somebody has a really good set and I'll laugh really hard, but I cannot remember what they said sometimes. Yeah. So I was like, I gotta do something to where like they remember like my shit when I get off stage. I think that's the big thing. Oh, like thing. to step it up. Yeah. Like that's the mm-hmm. big thing about stand up. Like like, oh yeah, you kill it when they remember what you said off stage. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. That's yeah, that's true. That that does always feel the best when people like refer to a specific thing I said. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I knew how to do the Michael Jackson voice anyway, so I was like, oh, I'll do that. At first, I was like, I first did that at Mike Moses' spot. And at first, I thought I was like, man, this is only going to be funny to me, and nobody's really going to get it. And I tried it at Mike Moses' spot, and I got a huge laugh. And that wasn't the closer day. It was like right in the middle. Oh, middle. shit. And then, like, Alex was like, use that as your closer. That is fucking great. I'm like, okay. Hell yeah. So that's like my main closer. I don't think i've ever heard that but i don't i don't really do it something like that because i'm trying when i go to the open mic i try new jokes and shit yeah 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 makes sense mm-hmm. i need to see you like when you perform mm-hmm. outside of the club or for a paid performance you're right mm-hmm. um so i guess it's my turn to give you two motions um what uh well, you started before. Mm-hmm. Right. Did okay. anyone give you two? Yeah, Cam yeah, gave I me didn't two. Yeah, I gave her two. Oh, Happy so we're doing is. it again. Yeah. Or do you want to stop? Or do you, uh, what was the other game you had? Fuck, Mary kill? Fuck, Mary kill. You want to do a fuck, Mary kill? Yeah. Do you have someone in mind? Do you have like a genre in mind or a specific topic? Yeah, I always wonder about the rules with that. With that There's game. not really rules, but yeah. like, you know, it's like it just kind of makes sense to pick from like different categories. Because it was like, people, what was the, you know? the one was like, what, U.S. presidents? Would you mm-hmm. fuck Mary Kill or some shit like yeah. that? Yeah. But there's also like buildings and mm-hmm. all <laughs> kinds of shit. Like, yeah, you can go I don't as, know if I want to fuck a building. That's a little weird, but. I mean, the Space Needle kind of looks somewhat attractive. Mm-hmm. You know, it's very sleek looking. Yeah, needle because it looks phallic okay <laughs> right would you uh do you what do you think about blue origin i like I, to me blue origin is, is like so funny that he went right. with that design right what are you guys talking about 
Blue Origin is uh, Jeff Bezos' yeah. like outside enterprise from Amazon. Oh, and the sh- it's a shuttle, and it looks just like a penis. Oh, yeah. really? It looks exactly. I had a, like I had a and it's called Blue that. Origin. Yeah, a that's a disgusting that. name. Would you? What were you? Well, there was a there was that there was a whole meme about that. Cause remember the Austin Powers? I think it was the second one. Mm-hmm. He made that rocket that looked like a dick. On Austin Powers. Yeah. Oh. And it was like there was that whole like, hey, there's an unidentified object, sir. Like, looks like a giant, and it would cut to like different scenes of people saying things for the dick or whatever. Yeah. Right. Maybe that's what UFOs are. Maybe like the flying saucers that we see. Maybe they're supposed to be like vaginas. Mm-hmm. They might be. There's just some more advanced versions of these rich people dicks. Mm. Rich people dicks. That's what a dick looks for oh an alien gosh. space. Yeah, does it not look like a penis? That is so crazy. It looks exactly like a penis. Like, obviously, they knew that that's what it was going to look like. And he just went with it. He was like, yep, mm-hmm. this is what I need. Looks like a giant wow. dick. Can you see that over there? It was like, like, oh, man, it looks like a huge pecker. Oh, oh, you know what? Oh, that's not a wet pecker. That's somebody's privates. He's right. probably, oh, my God. You know what it is? Is He was probably like a little nerdy guy who became really rich. And his giant penis is like a like a fuck you to all the guys in high school that or, have big dicks but no brain. Or or he's like overcompensating, he's like overcompensating shit. Yeah, because he has a tiny penis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It could be all of the above. This is a, either either he has a tiny penis or he um, is just like a wimpy nerdy guy. But he could have a really big penis. You don't know. I am I being super offensive right now. I should ask Jeff Bezos. <laughs> I do want to know about his penis length, only because of Blue Origin. Maybe he designed it to look like that specifically so people could ask about his dick size because it's so ginormous. Yeah, we had a dude. Right. We had a dude in college, and he had a in the show, he had a huge dick, flaccid. No shit. It was like that wine bottle. No Ugh, shit. Like, like just flaccid. Yikes. It was like that's too big. Like, what the fuck, dog? Like that would kill somebody. It was like man. It was like man. Liam got a fucking baseball bat. His shit ain't even hard. We in a fucking shower. And like, but he was a really nice guy. Of course, he like is. he wasn't. A, he wasn't. A, well, yeah. I feel like the nicest people I ever met in my life that were men was because they yeah. had giant penises. Like, he yeah, wasn't, for it, sure. Like he wasn't an asshole or nothing like that. He was really cool. Like, yeah, like huge, huge. Everybody made fun of him because he had a huge dick. I don't know why. I, don't know. I feel bad for big dick dudes because, uh, like, it's really hard for a woman to be like, "Yes, I want all of those twelve inches inside of me." That's a very intimidating it's a, it's a very, size. It's a very select yeah. few. They're like, "Yeah, I want all that." Oh my god! Yeah. They're like, but like, yeah, logistically, it's like, yes. Right, like you're gonna oh, feel my hurts. stomach oh. acid after trying to yeah. fellatiate you. Or you can get a uh, bladder infections and shit like that. Yeah. I don't know about bladder infections from a giant put, dick, but I should look, look that up. If you uh, the bacteria get pushed up in there, so that's why. From a giant penis. Mm-hmm. I feel like. What? Yeah. I I I. I looked at uh, like. I heard this from a Instagram model, so like, okay, it's not it's not gospel, but it's like, yeah. I need to look further into this because I feel like bacterial infections will happen regardless, mm-hmm. especially if you have like, you have sex and you don't have like a shower beforehand or right. after or whatever. Yeah, true. 
So fuck Mary Kill. Yeah, that really went off the <laughs> Good rails. Good segue. <laughs> um, <laughs> do you do do you have a topic in mind? Um, we could do inanimate objects, like I said. Um, I don't hardware think it, stores. Hardware stores. Yeah. Mm. You want to do hardware stores? I do. Um, Menards, Lowe's, or Home Depot. I'll go first. Okay. Um, I'm killing Lowe's. Yes, okay. Yes. Lowe's seems pointless to me. Yeah. Why? Because, mm. like, they're not offering as much as Home Depot and Menards. They just, there's not enough for me. All you've got is paint and some hardware. I need more. I need I need something that I can build a home with Lowe's, to have a marriage Lowe's with you. Lowe's is the Taco Bell of... It, hardware stores. Wait, what's wrong with Taco Bell? No, Taco nothing, Bell. nothing at all. Like, but it's not <laughs> authentic shit. Like, if you go to if you go to Saboya's, like you're not going to fucking Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mexican food. Like, yeah. yeah. Taco Bell's like, like, yeah, I'm drunk. I only got three dollars. I'm gonna buy the whole fucking menu off Taco Bell. <laughs> That's fucking fair as fuck. I'm marrying Menards. Okay. I love Menards. You can get whatever you want from Menards. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to go grocery shopping? You can do it at Menards. Mm-hmm. You'd oh. be surprised. You may. Will you get fresh produce? You could buy a tree that produces the fresh produce that you wanted to get at a, at the grocery store. <laughs> it might take a little longer, though. It it might, but it's you know it's available for you. Uh, I would definitely, um, definitely marry Menards. You save big money there. <laughs> Um, I'm cheating on Menards with Home Depot because mm-hmm. they have like good stuff like uh, Milwaukee tools and stuff like that. How else am I going to find DeWalt if I can't find it at Menards? So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll I'll marry Menards, but I'm cheating on them with, with Home Depot every once in a while. Is it weird that I, I really have like strong opinions about the specific fuck, Mary kill that you brought up? No, I have like I have strong opinions about it too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you, should I go or? Yeah. Mm-hmm. My well, okay. My opinions are purely like an emotional relationship with each of these stores. Okay. That I do have. That being said, I am going to kill Menards. Mm. I don't Menards. I don't know that guy. I'm sorry. You're killing my husband. Hmm. Mm. Uh, I am going to marry Home Depot. Go on. Um, but I am going to go over to Lowe's sometimes. Why are you marrying Home Depot? Because I worked there for um, mm. about a year and a half. And um, it just it has a special place in my heart. That as far as like love is concerned, um, I have to remind loyal to... Home Depot. But not loyal enough. You're still going to fuck Lowe's. Well, yeah, but Home Depot understands. Like, they know that it's more of like a we ran out of options kind of situation. We might as well try to make this work. <laughs> okay. What does Lowe's have that, Menard, or that Home Depot doesn't? What does... I'm sorry, what? What does Lowe's have that Home Depot does not, that you're going to cheat on Home Depot with? Uh, liberal values. Lowe's has liberal values? Yes. Do they? No shit. I never know. As far no. as I'm concerned, that's what they've shown me in my relationship with them. 
So that's all you need is just a liberal value. Yeah, just yeah. like the idea of like this is um, like politically the correct place to go. Yeah. Honestly, Lowe's I, is not Chick Fil A. <laughs> right, Home Depot would be the more like the Chick Fil A. Right. Uh, on a real note, I definitely be that is the most liberal hardware store that I can think of. Is Lowe's? Is Lowe's? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, their color is blue. <laughs> yeah. Lowe's is like point. the Subaru yeah. of the hardware industry for sure. Mm -hmm. And you know, every liberal needs to make like at a, at a home outdoor TNR cat house. You can't, you know, some liberals need to make like birdhouses and different things. Mm -hmm. Liberals also use hardware is basically what I'm saying. Have you seen the L word? Have I? Yeah. Which one? The original L word. What do you mean? Which one? Have you seen any of is the there, L word? There, bits of it? Wait, is there a different L word besides the other? There's uh, there, there's, there's the original one, and then there's uh, the Generation Q. Okay, I don't think I've seen Generation Q. I think I see it. Yeah. The original one was on Showtime, right? It was. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, I was wondering about the Subaru thing because, um, what like is Dana like, uh, was like partnered with Subaru as a famous tennis player. On the oh. L word, as like a lesbian. So Subaru, I don't know anything about that, but I do know that Subaru used to target specifically to lesbians. Why? I don't know. They just saw a market for it, and they saw it was untapped, and they went with it. They were the first ones to um, contrib uh, contribute to uh, prides, uh, different pride parades. Um, They'd use elusive terminology using single women in their ad campaigns um, back in the 90s. And they were prominent in movies that were specific to like Seattle, LA and stuff like that. And women, single women using Subarus during then. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So fuck, Mary kill Menards, Lowe's or Home Depot. Hmm. I say kill Lowe's. Cause they generic, like I said, they're Taco Bell of hardware stores. I would say uh, Mary uh, Hardware is that way. Okay, yeah, Mary Mary Home Depot, cause they're dependable. Yeah, they're dependable. They can get anything you need from there. Mm hmm. And then fuck, I would fuck Menards, cause you you can get way more than you need at <laughs> Menards. Hmm. Yeah, I think I got some furniture from Menards. I've straight up gotten a mattress at Menards. Right. Like Menards sells everything. Right. I love Menards. I definitely marry Menards. Menards be the side chick that you really want, but you can't have type shit. No, Mary, that Menards is married material for me. But I get it. You want you want them to have the whole kit and caboodle as a right. side chick. Mm -hmm. I get it. Who'd you marry? Home Depot? Home, de Home Depot. Why? They're dependable. All you right. get what you need from Home Depot. They're very dependable. Is it the song that they play? Yeah. That's what I thought. It is a really good song. It's very catchy. It makes me feel like I'm at home. Does it? Yeah. I feel like I'm definitely doing stuff when I'm listening to that Home Depot um, You know what a song? I don't know. Do you remember commercials as a kid that had a theme song with it? Chuck E. Cheese's 
Or a kid could be a kid. Yeah. Oh yeah. All that catchy shit. <laughs> it didn't. It didn't even really have to be good, did it? It really didn't. Um, trying to think of one. Seven Eleven had one, or not Seven Eleven. White Hen. Mm-hmm. You get all your things at White Hen. And then, yeah. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. I still hear that to this day. Um, I really like um, Fred Grody commercials. Another for the people. Yeah, they're always topical and you know to the point. Um, I can't think of any other commercials. Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. That's a great slogan. Right. Mm-hmm. Or McDonald's. We love to see you smile. Cookie crisp. That's a. That's actually not a very good slogan. We love to see you smile. That's stupid. Why? Versus what it is now. Wait, what was it? What is it now? What it was it now? I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Uh, oh, I think I'm loving it is better. Why? Because we love to see you smile is kind of predatory. <laughs> Ronald McDonald's bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> it's like Ronald McDonald's a weird marketing yeah. ploy for sure. Like I'm loving we it. Love it's just more casual. Yeah. Oh, you remember it's the... like it's like saying, "Hey, we're over here loving it." You know, you can come get it if you want or not. Yeah. Do you remember the one you know that had? I mean? uh, do you believe in magic? It was a McDonald's one. Yeah. I don't remember yeah. that. No. I think it was back in the nineties and shit. They're like, "Do you believe in magic?" Oh, yeah. that's a great song. Was that written for McDonald's? No, they no. just used that as one of their slogans mm. yeah, for the Happy Meals and shit. Well, Ronald McDonald's really fucking weird because like nobody likes clowns, not that much. But that was like the ploy to get them into their play place and shit. Fucking odd. That was a long, long time ago. Ooh. It was like when parents were still grasping at straws as to what kids like and what you yeah. can do indoors. I guess I remember the play place. The play places. McDonald's play place was always where it was yeah. yeah do you do you remember having like birthday parties there Jim? yeah yeah no pizza hut was where the birthday parties were those were really cool too because you had the little video games and mm-hmm. shit yeah well chuck e cheese is really the of course yeah like yeah. that was the winner they stepped their pizza game up too did that yeah. chuck e cheese yeah that's a my niece and nephew there you can order chuck e cheese on doordash under pasquale's pizza I really like Chuck E. Cheese pizza, and they and they serve an alcohol there too. So, well, you kind of have to be if you're an adult at a Chuck E. Cheese. Screaming kids, ah! but they don't have the ball pit anymore, which made me sad. I do kids really need ball pits? Mm-hmm. Like, why uh, do kids like other than? I mean, the f- they're fun, yeah, for sure. But also, like, ugh, like anything could be in there. It's nasty. It's germ ridden. Kids yeah. put the balls in their mouth and put the shit back in there. And- yeah. And it's not like anyone ever cleans the balls. Mm-hmm. No. Like, they might empty it and put it back in to sift through, but... And then, do how often do they sift through? Like, how many fucking band-aids have fell in a ball pit? Probably mm-hmm. just any time they get a complaint. If they get a complaint, then they clean it out. Ugh. Yeah, that's really sedi- how mu- Imagine how much sediment is at the bottom of that. Right. Ugh. Ugh. Yikes. But I mean, it's like like a nice little place for a kid to like fall out of a slide to, like a pool or whatever. Right. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah. What's another really good like? You know what? We're like we're getting silly here. Ball pits are fine for kids. Right. 
They've been fine for kids for years. I, I never bad. died from being in a ball pit. That's true. You haven't. Hey, where do we want to go from here? Probably end the recording soon. I was thinking that too. Is there anything you wanted to say, Stacy? Should we wait for Cam to get back? For sure, but in the meantime, is there anything you wanted to say on the podcast? Like to you? To me, the listeners, to both. Specifically both. I think both would be preferred. Um, um, I did a shopping order today in DoorDash. And it only took me like 45 minutes total to drive to the store to find the stuff and to drop it off. So there's nothing you want to say to both me and the listeners? Like something about our relationship to each other? No, I wasn't thinking that. Well, uh, what, that's that's the only other option. I just told you what I had to say. Oh, the DoorDash order. That's a really cool thing that happened. I mean, not really. I'm just like digging in my brain for do i have anything at all to say i don't know oh i had another anomaly did it uh recently that i haven't brought up in a lot on the podcast an anomaly like not it's not even an anomaly at all it's just a thought i had a thought <laughs> uh okay but i think uh i think it's crazy that like um so when we get sick right mm -hmm. yeah um, and our body attacks the illness, mm -hmm. the disease that's hurting us. Mm -hmm. That is the symptoms of what we have. It's it's what our body is doing to the disease, not the disease itself. Oh wow, that's crazy. So like the fever is kill is to kill the virus it, or whatever it is. It's wow. not like the disease making us get hot. It's our brain telling our body to attack those those problems. So then when we take pain medications, does it stop our body from healing itself? I have no clue. I'm still taking ibuprofen when I have a fever. That's just what I'm gonna do. I have to break that fever somehow. But I don't know, that's a good question. That That's something I've always wondered myself. But I just think that like it's crazy to think that like it's our brains telling our body to stop to to kill this virus or infection. by doing anything even if it kills the body right and that's another thing even if it kills the body so like if we die we go brain dead from the fever or when we suffocate from like pneumonia or whatever mm -hmm. that's our brain telling our body to kill us so we're subconsciously killing ourselves when we have a fever or when we have an infection versus like the infection itself killing us Wow, that's crazy. What do you think, that Cameron? What about taking ibuprofen? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think the pharmaceutical companies are just really—they don't do anything to help you. They just like—they don't cure anything. They just ease the symptoms. It's yeah. Like, like, a, like a lot of things aren't really like don't actually treat. No, they don't actually treat whatever you they have. They just kind of help you. A yeah, little. they just—they always say you can't have pain in two places at once and shit like that. So like. Yeah, it's hard to be depressed if you shitting your brains out. Mm -hmm. You have like intense diarrhea, taking this depression meds and shit like that. Or like, you know, like my mother, my mother with her health and her illness, you know, went through a whole lot of shit. 
So like yeah, her diabetes so like her neuropathy in her legs was, you know, keeping her at bay. So she took Lyrica. But that also got her addicted. Mm. When she got off it, she got muscle spasms. Oh shit. Yeah, so like it's it's the thing, it's like nothing like the pills and all the pharmaceutical companies, they don't cure anything. They just ease the symptoms. What it does is like it triggers your brain to go to something else mm. to have pain. So that you forget about whatever the fuck it is you're struggling with. Because, yeah, if you're having pain in whatever body part you have, you're like, I need to get rid of this shit. It's fucking possible. I don't want to feel this way. So your brain is, like, tricking you. When you take this med- medication, your brain's tricking you, and it's going to something else. Hmm. Well, I think it's, like I said, they're just trying to make a fucking profit off you. And right. that's, like, a way to do that. Like, yeah, pharmaceutical companies just as yeah. evil as... Yeah. Basically, everything else, is to make a profit. Sure. It's just, it really is. Yeah. It's all about. It's not about can I make your life easier mm-hmm. anymore. It's about how can I make money off of you. Mm-hmm. And uh, they'll trick you into thinking that they can make your life easier by selling you this product. And in politics, yeah, it's a whole yeah. thing. Hey, are you having trouble sleeping? Here, take this pill. Right. Yeah. Like, hey. And then you won't be able to get up in the morning. Uh, or, or worse, you're fucking sleepwalking and sleep eating and sleep gambling yeah. and shit like that. Or you're really high off of it, so you become dependent on it. So you can just function as an, a normal person. When mm-hmm. everyone told you it was non-addictive. Like your doctor even told you. And the fucking commercial you saw it on told you. It's a non-addictive pill that you can take that helps you sleep at night. Guess what? They didn't study it long enough because they right. wanted to push the fucking pill out to make money off of well, you because the studies that would cost in order to see if it was sound by everything I said yeah. cost way too expensive to see how much it's going to make as mo- even if monetarily. You got, even if you got health insurance, it still costs way too much to pay for the shit. Man, fucking, yeah. that's another fucking thing. Anyways, I'm, tur- I'm, sounding, I'm starting to sound more and more like an old man, so mm-hmm. I am going to say it is time. How do you guys feel? Is it time? Okay. Unless, uh, do you have anything that you want to plug or anything else that you want to say or talk about? Uh, no, no. There's some stuff I could talk about, but like, uh, I feel like Kay wants to end it, so. Um, we can talk about whatever else you want to talk about, sir. I'm here. I just know I'm starting to sound like an old man. Oh, you're all right. Yeah. No, it ain't going to be like politics or nothing like that. All right, yeah. but. Yeah. But like. You say you want to at 10? It's almost 10.30. Is it almost 10.30? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's probably a good time to end. Yeah. It's 10.17. Yeah. Well, is there anything you want to... Anything you want to promote? Like, what shows you got coming up? Um... Not right now. Um, they're at Summit City Comedy Club nearly every Wednesday. Uh, yeah. But uh, other than that, Nothing I really want to plug. I'm gonna be the host this week coming up. This will already air. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty excited about that. Yeah. Is there anything you want to plug, Stacy? Oh, do you have any Instagram, Facebook? How can oh, we yeah, reach yeah, you? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So my Facebook is just Cameron Cooper. That's my Facebook. My Instagram is Coop Goof Two Six O Boy, B O I. So that's where you can find me on Instagram. You see me. Doing stand up or cooking vegan shit, like Skater Boy. That's how. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. 
are you are you a huge Avril Lavigne fan? I am. Wow. Yeah, seventh grade. You know, mm-hmm. Let Go came out. Complicated and mm-hmm. Skater Boy. Did it change your life? It did. There was a this song that she got on there called Anything But Ordinary. Yeah. Yeah, it was on the Birds of Prey TV show back in the WB. It's a graphic like, song. Yeah, it is a graphic song. Yeah. And um, my world. That's a good. That's a good track. I can listen to that whole album without skipping it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah. Um. Apparently, there was like a B side. Was that like if you bought like a tape? Yeah, of if it? you bought a tape with it, yeah, there wow. was a B side. If yeah. you had cassette, because it's like what two thousand two, so they still had cassette tapes. So yeah, you could have. So you had a B side. Yeah, I think probably some of my favorite songs of hers come from that B side, and I'm like just hearing them now, like right. in the last few weeks. Yeah, yeah. I have a uh, almost every Avril Lavigne album, like downloaded. Yeah, I yeah. don't. I have the first three on CD, and that's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Let go. I think is still the best. Definitely. For yeah. sure, because after that she just kind of changed. No, she got poppy and yeah. Like, yeah. But still, she still did good music. It she is still poppy. really good, and I especially love her new album. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like it's not like it's, like, it's nothing's gonna be complicated or you know Skater Boy or you know Losing Grip, which mm-hmm. is. Like, oh, I love that song. I love that song. Yeah, They're like oh, here's something we can talk about like top albums I listen to without skipping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think my favorite song actually off the first album was Nobody's Fool. I like that song. Mm-hmm. I'm not nobody's fool. Yeah, and she like kind of raps in it. Yeah. It's really cute. I'm you know the it? milk and Cheerios in your spoon. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I like that line. It was really, it's really funny. Yeah. Oh, top albums. Uh, listen to without skipping. Bruce Springsteen, Tunnel of Love. Avril Lavigne, Let Go. Uh, Enter the Wu Tang, Thirty Six Chambers. Okay. Um. Let's see. Um. East Nineteen Ninety Nine, Eternal, Bone Thugs and Harmony. Uh. Um. What else? Yeah, I grew up. I guess old school. I guess Luther Vandross, Dance with My Father. Aww. Yeah, my mother. My mother loved Luther Vandross. Hmm. Britney Spears. Oops, I did it again. Yeah, good stuff. Love oh, it. Yeah. Mhm. I also liked Lucky. That's Didn't her first album. Right? Li- that was on Oops, I did it again. Oh, is that what that album was called? Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love that whole album. <laughs> yeah. The first album I think was just called Britney. Yeah. That's yeah. where hitting the bay one more time. Yeah, I remember Britney. That was was uh, from the bottom of my broken heart. Was that on Oops? That I was a uh, Oops. I did it again. Okay, yeah, because yeah. the yeah that song is mm-hmm. my shit. And every time was that on that same one? Yeah, that was on there. Yeah. Oh, uh, Christina Aguilera, her first album is really good. Holy too. shit, you're bald. <laughs> yeah, it surprised me the first time I saw it too. Oh, you never seen? I've never seen you without, without a hat, hat on ever. Can you see that again? Yeah. Yeah. Holy oh, shit! So that's where the little build joke comes from. Yeah, yeah. that's really funny. Yeah. Do you shave it or is it just like that? I shave it. Oh, because yeah. otherwise it like is it like patchy or? Well, like here is the problem: the hairline. Mm. Yeah, it's like the car. I like oh, look get the Carl Winslow season one Family Matters and shit. I'm like <laughs> oh no, the devil is a liar. So <laughs> I just shave the shit all off. Mm. Yeah, 
get like the LeBron shit. Like, nope, shave that shit off. Yeah. But no, my hair ain't that bad. I ain't got the Kevin Durant and no shit like that. But it was the hole in the middle and shit. Oh, yeah. Look like the Fort Wayne streets. With the potholes and shit. Yeah. You know, that is such a bummer. I never considered really what it would be like to be a bald person. Okay. No, have you ever thought about shaving your head? Brittany did. Yeah, but only thought like, about it. like where it's still like fuzzy. Like you're not like bald, bald. I've shaved my head. <laughs> oh, you have shaved your head? Yeah, but there's still like like an eighth of an inch or quarter of an inch. Oh. Yeah. I've thought about shaving my head. Just every once in a while, but just like completely bald. But I don't think you would look good bald. I don't think so either. But at that time in my life, it seemed like a good idea. Oh, there's another album. Uh, Am- is oh. Amberlin Never Take Friendship Personal. That's a good album. Mm. Oh. What about you, Stacey? You have a favorite album? Um, Tegan and Sarah So Jealous Slaps. That's a good album. <laughs> 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 it's got some real popping jams. Um, I really like the Lacan. What the con? Oh yeah, the con is also really good. It's a little, a little darker. Ah uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, not really darker. Dark. It's just like a different kind of sadness. A lot of it's sad. A lot of Tegan's are sad mm-hmm. songs. Some of them are not. Some of them are really poppy. I feel like they got poppy recently. Yeah. Oh man, I really like Hop a Plane. That is such an empowering song. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Real upbeat. Yeah. Yeah. I think we should end the podcast. (laughs) I'm enjoying talking about this though. Like, yeah, we probably should. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming. Hey, is there anything you want to plug, Stacey? You got any shows coming up? Instagram? No. Facebook? Any of that. You don't. You don't have any of that? Nope. No shows? Nothing. No steak bully stuff? Nope. All right. What about you? I You can see me doing stand-up in Fort Wayne locally. You want to see me do some stand-up soon? I'll be at Summit City doing open mic on Wednesdays. And where else? Um, I am a host of a new... Of another open mic um, on Tuesdays at Wrigley. Mm. Come see me host and work that. See some of the local comedians. If you're a local comedian or a comedian that is out of town looking for an open mic on a Tuesday, um, get a hold of me. Kay Banks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, all that. All that. Yeah. New year, new me. Trying new shit out. Seeing what happens. Kill some jokes. Start some new jokes up. We'll see what this year brings. Mm-hmm. Hopefully nothing but good. That was so positive. Yeah. 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 Again, yeah. new so year, positive. new me. All right. Thank mm-hmm. you for coming, Cam. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah. I'm glad you had fun, man. Yeah. Yeah. Was I a fun guest? I don't know. Yeah, I'm just like, yeah, yeah, it was a good time. I had Let's a good time. did it so high, so high in my referring blunt, so that's needed. <laughs> what song is that? That's uh, a Bone Thugs song. I don't know it. Yeah, they like P.O.D. talk about smoking weed and shit. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah.
All right, ladies and gentlemen. I got five on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine.